are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Simon Kamar and your host, Matt Floyd. All right. Welcome back to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Uh, as always, I am Matt Floyd, joined by Kamar. What's up? And Simon. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> A little delayed with the joint there. Uh, we are the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. We are here, as usual, to discuss uh, the comings and goings of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. Luckily, Joe is back from Hawaii. We're back, baby! So we actually had some content. We apologize. There's not much we can do if Joe doesn't do anything, so... We're pretty Joe dependent around here, as you may have figured out. Uh, but this week we had some guests, so it's good. We're back. We didn't do the two MMAs. We just did the three uh, regular guests. Uh, and they were, Simon? They were Jonathan Haidt. Um, I don't remember the second guy's name. Steven. Oh, uh, Michael Shermer. Sorry. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Way off. He's, he's your fucking my, old boy. My favorite. And, yeah. um, and then Dog. Yeah. Greg Fitzsimmons. So those were the three. There were two MMAs, as I mentioned. We rarely do the MMAs unless we all agreed they were kind of pertinent or enjoyable. Did you guys listen to either of them? I did. Both of them. I listened to a section of one of them, but I didn't feel it was... I don't know. I just didn't feel like we were going to Joe was slow on the draw this week, so I just wasn't sure if we were going to need them or not. (laughs) So you have notes? No. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. No. Uh, What do you rate the week out of five, Jamie, Simon? I give the week a solid four and a quarter. Uh, I didn't know we were doing quarters. I changed a curveball. Kamar? I give it a four, Jamie. Four Jamies because it had uh, a little bit of everything. And uh, I think, I don't I don't know about you. I haven't spoken to you, Matt. But uh, me and Simon both agreed we liked how it ended on a Friday with a comedian. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I like this. I, you know, I'll give it a three and a half just because I would love like maybe one more guest. But that's just me being nitpicky. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Shermer really just <clears throat> covers so much stuff that. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get podcasts. to that. But yeah, I mean the the first one was great. Shermer was good. Fitzdog was all right. I, I'll give it three and a half. I can't give it four. Anyway, um, that was any, very any, host like of you, Matt. How are you? Thanks. Yeah, you like <laughs> shut that? Simon down. Any uh, any housekeeping? <laughs> Kamar, any housekeeping? How's Toronto? How are oh your shows? yeah, back from Toronto. Thank you to everyone who came out to the shows and uh, had a good time. Actually, I, one thing I got a hundred and sixty dollars in parking tickets. Oh, so it was <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I broke even. Yeah. so I broke even. So I broke even. And Kamar, you were on another podcast. Yeah, actually, I want to mention that uh, for anyone who's listening, we actually managed to get the. Um, audio of my christmas party meltdown so if you want to listen to it uh listen to the fuckonomics podcast a warning though it's it's a very chaotic podcast so you just have to listen to the first 15 minutes and that's that that that'll play the audio from the christmas party it's fuckonomics fck Yes, fuck it, O-nomics. It, it took me a long time to uh, I of typing in fuck into the search bar and nothing I should have just up. sent you the link like I did. And Kamar, I'm going to do the fellows at Fuckonomics a favor and uh, tell everyone about Just listen to the whole episode, maybe. Not just the first 15 minutes. Well, yeah, man. A download's a download. If you, if you look it up, I, w- I would be interested if uh, listeners, you do listen, if they get a bump, uh, experience, experience bump. <laughs> That'd be the first one we ever we ever give. So Yeah, I don't think that exists yet. But, We're not um, there. Wow. I mean, they're, they're really funny guys, and uh, check it out. They've been going for a while. It's All right, cool so there podcast. you go. You can check Kamar out on Fuckonomics. Just Google it. 
I'm sure they're on every major podcast subscriber, as we are. Uh, should we get into it? Any housekeeping for you, Simon? Uh, yes. I watched five seasons of news radio this week. Just that's not S- housekeeping. Supporting that's just a Joe. fucking statement. Yep. Well, okay. isn't that what housekeeping is? And you no. love Andy Dick. I actually do. He's of course hilarious. he's hilarious. Andy he's Dick's amazing. He's but just Phil amazing. Hartman is the life of that. Well, show. Every, the, just the show is perfect. He was amazing. Even the chemistry between Foley and that actress. Yeah, I think she's from in, uh, ER. ER. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah Moira even, Tierney. Even uh, even the Simpsons lost something when Phil Hartman died. You know what I mean? Like he we was all that, he was that. Yeah, we all did. But what I'm saying is like he was that. Yeah, he was that. He dude. was literally like the center of. Yeah, he was a true to force. You know. see the one where he's trying to quit smoking. Yeah, <laughs> he's got all of that. Anyways, we could go on for hours. Yeah, about that. no, just just thought I'd throw that out. News there. radio, and amazing. No, that, Simon, for the future, that is not how housekeeping works. Housekeeping is cleaning up stuff from previous episodes. Hmm. Well, then you need something at the start of the episode where I can just say things that have nothing to do with just the episodes, but things okay. to do with Joe Rogan. But to tie it in, it's Joe Rogan's second break. News radio. It is his. first first break no he apparently had a failed sitcom before that he was well, a yeah, baseball player hardball yeah but that's not a break well that's a break failed. oh no you, he gets money though for oh that. i see he got okay, some fine. good money sure. this joe rogan minute has been brought to you by ward 14 okay <laughs> anyway let's right. move on you want to take a guess at the number uh 11 sorry 12 27 21 <laughs> he's in the he's future worse. <laughs> he's in the future oh, yeah clearly those lion's mane mushrooms ain't working um all right jonathan hoyt height height jonathan height uh so at minute one oh, hold on hold on how many jamies do you oh, give sorry. this episode i give this episode four jamies i gave it three jamies and i have a reason for that okay excuse me i give it four four jamies do you want to tell us your reason or is it gonna be well no usually i do a diatribe after and you go yes yeah how many jamies oh. it was <laughs> oh, it'll come out in the conversation <laughs> have you been taking the lines mate yeah, I have. Okay, yeah. good. I was going to take them back because they're fucking so, expensive. So no, why would I not take... I'm not going to take a gift. <laughs> Minute 107 might be our biggest Matrix moment of all time because we talk about Stamets the week before and then they do a commercial for the lion's mane mushrooms on Joe Rogan. That is absolutely not a Matrix moment. He was... Kamar. It sort of was because he... He, he, I've never heard an ad that, for Stamets. Before. The podcast was from two years ago, right? Yeah, okay. It's I see a what total matrix, sure. and we. Do, he, yeah, but it's not like Paul Stamets hasn't been on Joe Rogan multiple times. But Simon picked it as the episode in the default time, yeah, yeah, okay. and then, and then talks about episode. It. And then he, Simon bought Lions Main or Kamar bought Lions Main. Okay, fine, sure. So it, it's, a, it's a massive matrix. I, I think okay. it's the first one I've actually grasped as, oh, I Thank see you. what a matrix yeah. moment is. Kamara and I yeah, called each other go. right away. Did you watch the ads? Did you hear the ads? <laughs> oh, great. I'm not even part of the fucking thread anymore. Well, well, we knew you, you wouldn't be up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, I have one more thing to say is I did a show in Friday on, uh, no, uh, in Toronto on Sunday night. Shout out Mike Rita and Vapor Central. Those guys are awesome. And there was a guy on it who had a stutter. And he talked about doing mushrooms. And then he got off stage, and I was like, "How many mushrooms did you? How many grams of mushrooms did you do?" And he was like, f- 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 four. And I was like, "You know, I think you should try to do more." Like, you know, if you added one gram to that, it would, it would get rid of that stuff. Well, that, well, that guy did half an ounce. Well, here, here, here's the deal. I go to him. I go, "You should do twelve and really rock and roll." And he's like, "I know, because I'm so broken." Like he heard, he yeah, yeah. did the mushrooms, but he went and watched a movie. And I said, "I think you got to go out in nature." 
and it might work. Uh, just an aside, anyways. I'm sure the guy with the stutter loves hearing people come up to him and give him tips on how to get rid of his stutter. Well, I I'm asked sure him first. Never. I said, "Do you want to get rid of stutter?" Is that, <laughs> and that well, impersonation of the stutter? I mean, that would make me crawl into a cave. It's just because he did it on stage. He All talked right. about it. All right. He he was cool. He wasn't offended by me. Anyway, shout out Mike Rita. Thank you very much. He was cool, unlike us. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. All right. Um, this guy, what, what, what was this guy? He was a... Psychologist. What, was that a psychologist? Clinical psychologist or social psychologist. Okay, yeah. This was this one was interesting as far as the social media. Well, in both this episode and in next episode, they talk about the, um, the grievance study. Yeah. Which is, we spoke about it on this podcast on an episode that never aired. Bogosian. Bogosian. So it's interesting that it comes up again. Well, it's come full circle. Well, he's getting in trouble now. The One of the he's guys... He's going to lose his tenure. Yeah. Bogosian. One of the guys who was on, um, who works at a university. The other two aren't tenured and they don't work at university, so they can pretty much say whatever they want. They wrote this the bunk guy, papers. They, yeah. Sorry. They wrote the, it was the uh, hoax of all the different studies. And now this guy's getting in trouble because people are saying that they doctored the information on the study. But it's so stupid, right? Like it's a fake study. Of you course, didn't really check ten thousand dog nuts. Of course, the information is doctored. Like it's the it's the dumbest argument I've ever heard. Yeah, but if you're part of this ridiculous system and you want to keep it going, then you're going to argue that he did doctor. Absolutely. It. Yeah. I mean, the, but again, and Joe mentions it. Joe's like, okay, well, to play devil's advocate, he did doctor. You know, but I again, they did it under the guise of this is a fake study. We're trying to show you how ridiculous your shit is. And they did a damn good job. That's really stupid. That would be the equivalent of like sitting down and nitpicking the uh, intricacies of a Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Like it's not true. So then it doesn't matter if gravity exists or not. But it's, I think it's, it's like, made up. I think it's like when you expose someone who feels so strongly one way that they're like really wrong. They don't. They don't go, oh, and just change everything. They get mad and shut it down. I guess my question is, no, it's not even a question. They fucking said when they were on Joe Rogan, they were like, yeah, there's there's probably going to be some fallout from this. So they knew it was going to happen. Like, you can't you can't rewrite Mein Kampf as a feminist paper and then assume that when they find out, they're just going to be like, ah, you got us. There was definitely going to be some fallout. Yeah. So that's my point is like, uh, I guess this guy was just a little shocked because of the way they came at it. You know, like it's just so, it's so stupid. And if you take a second to really think my, about what they're arguing about. Yeah, but do you see my point is you're talking about people that were ridiculous to begin with and, oh, then, uh, and then you come at them and you expose and then, them and they get upset. They don't, yeah, and then they hey, come at you with something more. It's the, it's the bleeding in the men's room. Like I get it. It's I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. But that's what I'm, my point is just we knew there was going to be fallout. We knew they'd be pissed about this. To me, it's it's kind of not it's a story because it's crazy. But no, it's not a story. Sorry. I guess to me, the fallout should <laughs> be me. these guys are assholes. They're wasting people's time that you know what I mean? We're a higher education place and they're putting in a hoax. Fine. If that's your contention, no problem. But you can't your contention can't be. Well, you didn't actually inspect the genitals of a hundred dog. Go fuck yourself. You yeah, know? That's Simon, you're missing the point. It's not nitpicking. They have no leg to stand on. So their only leg is, well, he made up, they made up stats. Well, you could, have, you could have used the arguments I just gave you. You know what I mean? You're wasting the time of higher education. You're no, no, because they're, be, you could, that could be the angle they take. 
but they could just come back and argue that any paper that doesn't get accepted is also wasting the time. Do you know what I mean? So then the argument there would be, well, no one should ever put a paper forward because if it's not accepted, it's a waste of the time of the people that have to peer review it. Does that make sense? I guess. Sure. Either way. I'm just saying we expected a fallout. This guy said on JRE, yeah, I expect there to be something. Like the one guy who's not involved at all was like, I don't give a shit. And he said, he's like, yeah, this guy's probably going to fucking have to deal with something. Yeah, I mean... Maybe they're martyrs. I just, really, in retrospect, if you're going to do something like this, you better fucking... You better be tenured. Well, let me put it to you this way. Like, if If, you're not, expect the fallout. Okay, but let me put it to you this way. If you know that someone like Brett Weinstein, Weinstein has lost his job at Evergreen College due to just showing up for work, what would make you think that hoaxing the entire system wouldn't also put your job in jeopardy? I guess that's my question. Yeah, I, 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 do you know what I mean? I you're, do. I agree. You're working with I a agree. system that's wildly yeah. sensitive about everything. People are losing their jobs over less. You, you, you actively went out and were like, we're trying to prove that you guys are fucking idiots. And that was their, that's what they were trying to prove. Yep. Right. Oh, absolutely. The system is broken. Yeah. So we're all fine with that. But then we have to realize that that same system that's broken is going to throw the book at. Well, I wonder if, um, this study had gotten more play, meaning that we hear about it because it's on Rogan, but I definitely didn't hear about it in real life. You know what I mean? But I think, again, we would never... If it had gotten more play, then it is do these people have even less of a leg to stand on because now the majority of the populace is like... I think the problem stems from the fact that 99% of people outside academia will never hear or read about of these studies regardless, even if it was breakthrough. Right. Do you know what I mean? But uh, on something like this, where it's a hoax, you would think that maybe look, it's a joke. It maybe that gets into the mainstream. And let's say they're being supported by all like Pinker. All those guys have written letters. Oh yeah. They're 100% support for them. How can you not? But what I find is interesting is these guys are total lefties. Like they're very left and it's the left. They made fun of the left. Like, they're not conservatives. Yeah, but I, Kamara, that doesn't surprise you. We've been talking about the left. How they eat themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, just, it's just another example. Yeah. But that's the left. Tri- that's, you know, we talk shit about the left all the time. I consider myself left-leaning. I think the left is trying to correct itself. A part of the left is trying to correct itself, in a way. Would you agree with that? Like if you, but no, but I think it's the far left that's trying to correct itself to the the wrong way. Like, well, no, I would no, say that the moderates. The other way I'm also. saying the moderates, Kamar, are trying to make it so that there is no far left. The moderates are trying to reel in the far left. The, saying, the same way the conservatives don't necessarily want to be grouped in with uh, baby, right, baby, uh, or whatever you know, abortion. Um, well, I, I agree. Baptist, Baptist or I, Westboro Baptist I, right. Church. I was Sorry, thinking I about it. I was thinking about it that I think the right just wants to stay the same. And on the the far right, like the extremists, the racists, they're not trying to recruit more racists. They're like, fuck all you guys. We got our things going. But the left is always trying to change everything, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. But that was the point I made like 10 episodes ago. I believe ago. you did make that point. I was saying like, if, if a group of racists wants to live in the woods together, all white and not bother anyone, does that re- do you really have a problem with I that? I do not. And that's kind of what I was getting at is like, if racists want to live alone and not bother anyone, then fucking let them. I don't but if far left people want to shut down free speech, I do have a problem with that. I have a huge, and that's that so was that, the point I was saying too. What was, if they want to live alone in an apartment building in the city? With black people, that's a problem. No, without black people. Oh, that's fine. Well, let me put it this way. <laughs> if, if, if a white racist buys a whole building and then just populates it with all white racists, like I, I think we've done ourselves a favor by putting them all together, have we not? 
Well, if you're planning a drone attack, I guess. I'm just saying, Simon, you disagree with me with what I'm saying? No, no, I just was keeping the conversation going. But it goes back to the point I was making, too, that, like, it's so easy to be like, well, they're wrong, they're wrong. We outnumber them. So it's it's easy to be like, well, we have the majority. Well, now this leads into, because we sort of got off track, because they just talked about this for a second. Uh, Do you even say his name? Yeah. John Haight? John Haight? Okay, my bad, my bad. Because uh, he said it and I corrected him. Yeah. He he. One of the things he was talking about is how they're now having to teach for the most sensitive. Yeah. Person in the room, which is the minority. Yeah. In this in this weird way, even though there's more of us, the minority is the loudest voice. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, you can't you can't let one person who's offended in a class in a fucking classroom of a hundred. You can't let them shut down the debate. Even right. better yet, in a classroom of like five thousand, you know. Sure, but even I'm just saying, like, I'm well, the point I was making was one out of a hundred, so one percent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you have a classroom of a hundred and there's one, even if there's two people that are like, "Whoa, I'm offended," the sentiment used to be, "Well, you can get up. That's where the door is." You know, this is what you're paying for. Unfortunately, you're paying to have your your thoughts uh, provoked. You know what I mean? You're you're not paying to have someone coddle you for four years and then give you a fucking degree to agree with everything you're saying, then tap you on the ass and send you out into the world. Well, because that's because unfortunately the world you're going out to is not that. Well, it's filled with both sides. That's the thing. So if you're only getting one half of the story, you're going to be awfully upset when you get out there and you're going to see that half the people disagree with you. <coughs> My point more, Simon, was like you said, tap them on the ass. <coughs> it's rare in life that you get a, an ass tap. Oh, I was saying more facetiously, like, you know. I meant it facetiously too, but I'm saying it's, in your life, how often does someone come up to you and say something positive or complimentary? Oh, very rarely, So yeah. do you see, or... And that, even if they do, you only remember the bad shit they say to you anyways. That's my point, but all, what I'm saying is you, you're going out into a world where you're going to expect everyone to take your feelings into account and maybe stop everything and be like, whoa, Matt over there has a problem with this. Yeah, no, The we, world doesn't we work are, that way. We agree. I know you agree. I'm just the real world, but your microcosm world when you're going up in this new, uh, <coughs> pardon me, coddle culture. Well, yeah, and there's a problem too because you're sending your kids to university to have them grow up. And think- And um, if they're actually declining in-, in um, you know, what they need to survive in the real world, then we're doing them a real disservice. We're doing them a disservice. We're doing the world a disservice. Yeah, that was the massive gist of this. I like the example when he said the professor was uh, frustrated and just said, just shoot me or something. Yeah, and someone was and like, so, um, that really offends me. Well, they, they didn't say it to him. Yeah, they went. They went to the yeah. thing and it had to have an investigation. Yeah. And that's the other problem of this anonymity thing, like which is their inclusivity. That's what they want you to feel comfortable complaining about anything and we won't out you, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like backfired before on we get too far into the schooling. Cause he actually talks about that a lot. Do you guys have any interest in hearing the studies from that hoax? Uh, Cause we never got to even talk about any of them on the show. No. Oh, you want to read? I, I have it, them right here. It's like that thing though. Like I said, once we talked about something, it's confusing to talk about it again. Because we did, we did I talk know about. What you're talking about right no, now. we we did the Bogosian podcast, and the, I think we did the French guys. So what you're trying to you want to men, you want to name all their hopes? The grievance study. No, just the first five that got accepted. But well, don't, worry, don't worry. Don't worry. You just want to list the titles, like that, or do you want to talk about? No, them? no, no. I'll just tell you the titles. Okay? So these, the, the, so these t- explain again who they are, and and uh, 
It's the guy that get in trouble. These it's, are the. It's the grievance study. That's what it's called. My bad. It was the three professors, or I was trying to take over a math job. Two professors and uh, some other scientists. Anyways, um, so human reactions to rape culture and queer performity at urban dog parks in Portland, Oregon. That one speaks for itself. That's where they are checking the genitalia of the dogs. Um, who are they judge? Who are they to judge overcoming anthropometry and the framework for fat bodybuilding? Do you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, going in through the back door, challenging straight male homo hysteria and transphobia through receptive penetrative sex toy <clears throat> use. Yep. Um, and ethnography of restaurant masculinity themes of objectification, sexual conquest, male control and masculine toughness in sexually objectifying restaurant restaurant so, restaurant. So those were the ones that were actually accepted. They were published and they were reviewed. Then there's a whole list of other ones that are now under peer review. And then there's another list of ones that were reviewed and denied. We won't go through all of them, but that just gives you an idea of hold on though. The dog park one won an award. You're forgetting to mention that it wasn't the only one who won an award. Yeah. The mind Conf one won an award too. In defense of the university, the titles do sound pretty legit. <laughs> But that's how. That's well, that's what, the that's point. What, but isn't that what this? It was either this guy or the guy after this that was saying they got. They're they're so incredibly good at using the vernacular of like the un, the universe buzzwords and whatnot. Uh, well, it's what they want to hear. Well, no, but he said he's like they because they've written so many of them now. They're so good at using that university vernacular that they've just knocked every one of them out of the park because they use all that fucking mumbo right. jumbo. But I think that stuff was important too because. I think the people who are reviewing them, they're looking for those right words that are going to be a study that they want to show. Because that was also a point that these people made when they were on Rogan was that a lot of the time these people thought that they were being agreed with. And it wasn't until after the fact that they even saw that they were being made fun of. Yeah, but that's the idea of a, the perfectly written paper too, right? Like we're going to write it. Well, but so just to Kamar's point, you know, you say feminist and you say uh, anti-white uh, male and they're going to be all over those things. I like you know? where this is going. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So now we can uh, move on to uh, but the we rest should, of this we should, podcast. We should have had the name of that podcast so they can listen I to I should it. have the number of it, but we'll look that up. <laughs> Housekeeping just, for next week. No, just Google J-R-E Peter Bogosian. It'll come up. He's only been on once. I thought it was interesting how he said that they pinpointed when this started. It's not Bogosian who's in trouble, though. Sorry, Kamar. Yeah, right? no, it's the other guy. It's the other guy, yeah. Because sure, Bogosian's not a teacher, so he didn't have to worry about it's it. It's a moot point either. I'm just saying the name that they can Google as far as getting on. Oh, to. yeah, yeah. No, but just to end this whole thing, um, this isn't even a story right now if none of these people are teachers. Because then they're, you know what I mean? They're that guy's only at the discretion of this board because he is non-tenured at his school. I mean, at the end of the day, if nothing gets changed, which it probably won't, then it was all for naught anyway. And this guy's going to lose his job being a martyr for nothing. Yeah. And then Joe was talking about, you know, maybe this will give them, you know, they can make a documentary about it or something. Use this somehow to... Uh, Listen, a documentary, though, let's say they change the popular opinion of everyone outside of academia. It doesn't mean a fucking thing, right? Like, you have to change the people inside the system, correct? Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Agreed. Uh, for those of you that are not able to Google, it's uh, Joe Rogan 1191. All right. Way to go, Kamar. And Kamar wants us to move on. So No, no. I, I, 
inside baseball. <laughs> I would just, I, I would just say, I was like, when I do that now, that means carry on, but I have a point. Gotcha. I'm never, I never want to stop you from speaking ever unless you start talking way too much about the next episode. I thought he was like composing music over there. I wasn't sure what was going on. Because <laughs> you stopped and I was like, no. well, was I'm, like just a, trying to, I'm just it, trying to give everyone their dues here. That's it's all. It's like a catcher signal. <laughs> yeah, Kamars, give me the old fucking, literally inside uh, baseball. Simon? Um, well, I mean, that's it about those guys. Oh, yeah. yeah we're done with those we're guys. We're done with those yeah, guys. Yeah, I bet yeah. move on. So he pinpointed that this all started the uh, at uh, Yale and in 2014. It's really only four years old is sort of what he was saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of the terms existed, but becoming like belief systems and, well, and whatever. Do you guys really, I mean, do you believe that these, let's just call them social justice warriors, but I don't think that's what they are because they're at the schools. So I don't even know what you would call them. But do you really believe that they believe in microaggressions, or is this just a reason to? I don't know. You're so impressive when you're young. They could buy to have it. your voice heard. Do you know what I mean? Because it really, I don't know. To me, the idea of a microaggression is so unbelievably stupid. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, but we talk. We we can talk to each other and say something that sort of pisses you off, and that's that's a microaggression way. But you just get pissed off or say you piss me off them. They're like. I, I do not have to be subjected. Like, am I blinking to too much when I'm looking at you? Because that could be a microaggression. <laughs> yeah, it could be. And we call each other out. We, we'd handle the situation. But uh, students are are so fragile, as this whole thing is talking about. It was sort of like almost a confirmation bias list in this one to me. Like, it was all stuff I, I started new. No, but he talked a lot about we didn't talk about. He talked about call-out culture and how that's like a new thing. Well, it's all it's all part and parcel, though. No, but he was saying before it, that didn't really exist. It wasn't so much about being. There was no there was no social credit in saying, "Hey, Kamar's a racist," or, or he said a racist, or thing. he's not funny, and he's yeah, and he can't now tell those jokes. now there's some sort of credit in it in well, saying. Well, even more, it's like. Um, <laughs> Now you can say that somebody, that's a microaggression. And now there's a whole board that you can report that microaggression to. Like those exist in and schools right now. And you have right to defend now. you didn't microaggress. Something that didn't exist before. Mm-hmm. You're having well, yeah, to defend yourself against notions that uh, are, are new to the game. And can I say this guy's voice was so pleasant oh, yeah. and kind. Wasn't he just the, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, how anyone could ever think he was committing a microaggression? This guy. This guy. Yeah. It's just beyond like who who was the guy with the blonde the the gray hair? Pinker. Pinker. It would be like somebody saying Pinker like just that, that guy demeanor. that guy could never say anything mean to me. Or even if he did it would come out looking nice. Yeah, it's, 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 so that's the thing. And this guy is feeling, this guy's like the Seinfeld who says he won't perform at colleges anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. he's so nice. Yeah, but Simon, you're also forgetting that Steven Pinker, as nice as he looks and as nice as he seems, gets a ton of hate yeah, online. I know. A I know. fucking ton. I know. I was talking about him to me. Not yeah, I get necessarily it. No, but I was, just, I was just pointing out that, like, the vitriol that lovely man gets online is crazy. Yeah, just because no, no, he, he says, gets it just because sure. he's like, things are getting better. That's all, that's all he has to say. But as they say in the next one, only using data yeah. so it's like this this is what you guys wanted so this is the information the people the the certain people are not getting the results they were hoping for yeah and they're freaking out but a problem that this whole thing is causing 
I think is there is, I mean, now I'm not on campuses, so I'm speaking as an outsider, but it seems like there's no trust anymore in the schools. You know what I mean? There's no trust between teacher and student. There's no trust between teacher and teacher because they're all ratting each other out. And there's no trust between student and student because they're all ratting each other out. Like a male teacher would be stupid if he would ever be alone in a room with a female student. You'd be stupid. You'd be stupid. It's like if you work in an office now, you know what I mean? And you're a male boss. You don't have one-on-one meetings with female employees anymore. That just doesn't happen. You have somebody else in the room with you. Not like because something untoward is going to do, just because there's no even chance that anyone you, could you need a, You need another person there witness. to make sure that both parties are just on the up and up. And that's no trust. Yeah, but they do that in almost every business setting now anyway. Yeah, it's again, almost like the fight we're club not, at Norton thing. We're not talking about business, though. We're it. talking about schools, right? Okay, but let me, be, let me play the devil's advocate for just one moment. Um... Teachers also, so he talked about it, how back in the day, if the teacher went to the parents and was like, your kid's fucking up, the, the parents automatically were like, oh, let's beat this kid. He's fucking up. They just agreed with the teacher, you know, beyond any reasonable doubt. So <clears throat> you got to realize it's almost like the pendulum swinging because like when I was in high school, I had a couple of teachers that just hated me. Now, keep in mind, I was a terrible student and a piece of shit, but they didn't necessarily fail me based on the data. They would fail me based on the fact that they didn't like me or I was disruptive in class. You know what I mean? So there were times where like, where teachers just took liberties and I think, you know, but you also took liberties in being a disruptive in class. Sure. There's better students than you that, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, look, I'm not sitting there saying I should have gotten A's. My point is, Kamar, let's say I go into the final exam and I score a fucking 90. Does it really matter? Like, what are you devil advocating here, though? My point is that teachers had it so good for so long where they could just, whatever they said was gospel in any realm. If a teacher was like, you disagree, Kamar? No, I, well, I, th- I think professors are different than teachers. I was just going to say, we're talking about universities. There's a huge well, difference. we are and we aren't, though, because it starts in high schools. Sorry, what I was talking about Fine. was university, and there is a huge difference, and it's because of money, right? Like, you're paying big bucks, or theoretically, you're paying big bucks to go to um, secondary learning. Is and you're trying to learn analytical thinking where in high school they are trying to just do foundational so, okay, but hear me basic up. shit. This is another thing I was going to bring up, though, is these kids also are like kind of coddled throughout high school and then they get to university and they're in a room with 400 people and all of a sudden the professor doesn't know their name and they feel, you know, oh my God, I'm not even a person in this class. So all of a sudden it's like, well, maybe if I bring up a grievance... I can be someone in this class, and now the teacher will know who I am. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's the problem. There's, there's, I, all, there's all. I agree, but I'm saying it. It all stems from like a weird. And again, I'm saying it starts in high school. I think. Yeah, I don't. Doing. I don't know if it even has to do with now the teacher's going to know me. I think it's more important for them now. Everybody else in the class is going to know. You know what I mean? I don't even think they give a fuck about what the teacher People knows and what they are going to know. Yeah, me. It, it's like social but media. Right? 2014. This this started popping up his head. Like it's only four years. And and it feels like it's been like this for longer, but I don't well, think it has. Does it? Because we had never heard of microaggressions. Well, no, we didn't. We ne- I, that did not exist to me. When I went to university, there was no such. You know what I mean? No kids were standing up to did, yell. Did you ever at see principals. a or a, a professor swear at a student or something? Um, something you thought that was inappropriate that would no, now would be like I, no, I don't think so. So there's just civil no. discourse already. Yeah, I mean, and now the students have upped the ante. Yeah, but okay, I said this. I've said this a couple times now. We're also getting old. And unfortunately, the world changes in ways that old people don't like. And sometimes we just got to move the fuck over. Like, you know, 
I'm sure a hundred years ago there were there were you know if podcasts existed there'd be people on record like the teachers can't even beat these kids with sticks anymore. <laughs> What's the world coming to? Like I mean you know in a way I'm the sure world, there's a no. podcast right now that says that they're gonna probably. look back on this time and they're gonna be it's gonna be like we don't a, know that though blip. I, I, that, this is my opinion mm-hmm. I disagree with you it's gonna be a blip wait do, are you out of the devil's advocate yet yeah are you out of devil's advocate no yes? now like, I'm are saying, you really <laughs> di- gonna disagree with me yeah I really disagree with you. I think this is the trend that's gonna oh, continue yeah, no I absolutely disagree I think this no, is a really see, short well I think thing. I, so this is what I want to say was my uh, frustration with this episode and why I only gave it three is it was more he just kept pointing out the problems but there was I didn't feel like what needs to happen to to change this or correct this to go in the right direction or, so did I, did I Mara, that? you kind of agree with me no one really is putting forward a solution so how do you solve a problem where no yeah, all, one, every, so, all everyone's doing is saying we have a problem yes we have a yes, problem yes there's no one person no i haven't heard one person step forward and go hey we could we could curb this by doing well it, it's got to be a theory or a hypothesis but it might be <laughs> uh it might be uh, beating your kids again like, sure maybe, maybe yeah like, you, you joked about it but i was saying like maybe you gotta smack a kid sure every year once once a year if they if they if they earn it just just to give them like a the world's a scary place i, I don't want that to happen but do, do you agree that there was no solutions in this he was just identifying all the stuff we already sort of here i disagree we shouldn't be kids we should start was, beating we talk- should start beating teenagers i don't care if you're talking to simon i'm Ooh. a fucking host motherfucker no, well, well teenagers beat themselves hopefully no but and by on. that i mean masturbation oh if we want to go to that we've proven that like beating kids isn't good because it fucks them up forever because kids yes. are fragile yes. well, no no I, okay that's obviously not the solution but there's got to be something to because he just said there's a problem so this is that's why I'm saying to Simon, I don't believe that this is just going to go I away overnight. I just think that lo- I didn't say overnight. I, but I don't think it, it's going to go away. It may take 10 years. But Simon, it's like I said, but they'll look back on this time and they'll see it for what it is, a farce, because but, logic will win out the day. Or Simon, or not. But this is what I'm saying is there was a white person uh, 75 years ago going this is a blip letting these black people into these schools. We'll pass it. Common sense will take over. It's fine. Listen, just give them a year. But do you see what I'm saying? Is I, I do. I am just giving you my opinion. I this, get it. I this get is it. what I think. And I'm so, not comparing so you to mark, a racist. I'm mark just the date. Put the time down. This is Simon says within 10 years, SJWs will be looked back on as like, what the fuck was going on? Unless here? they win. That's what I'm saying. And a lot of people will die. And the world would be different than we oh, know it. Well, th- then we're talking about like that show on Amazon where the uh, Germans won the war and now dominate with the J- Japanese over New York City. This is uh, this is sort of <laughs> off topic, but in the same vein, uh, I don't want to scare anyone, but I downloaded uh, Ted Kaczynski's manifesto. Mm-hmm. He was he, right on the button. He wrote it in 1995, and it's. I'll bring the. I'll show you I one know, paragraph. I, yeah, it's, yeah. Like it's insane how. Because when we were kids or whatever, we heard about it. He was just a crazy guy. Well, and in, technology wasn't that no, big a deal. He was he was trying to blow up technology yeah. and take out That's these guys. I mean. And he was a crazy guy. Who lived in the, the woods, and he wrote this crazy paper. But then when you read it, is it twenty three years removed? Nineteen ninety five. It is spot on. And part of the issue is technology, minus the killing of all the people. Well, no, of course I I can't abide that. <laughs> but he wasn't crazy. Like well, okay, okay. Maybe you could be crazy and brilliant at the same time. But just the fact that he's predicting all this stuff that in this podcast specifically, like he described it all. But yeah, I don't. Wait a, wait a second. My Hold frustration on. was there's no solutions were put out. Can we just um, just in case because he did kill people. Mm-hmm. 
he blew up what? What did he blow up? He was the Unabomber. Yeah. He blew up a lot of shit. So I'm saying he was crazy. Well, hold on. No, his, his mind died. He was his, stopping. His, his uh, diatribe, his uh, manifesto might have been spot on, but he was nuts. Hold I on. promise you. You have to be nuts to kill those people. Okay, so I promise you on the far left and the far right, there's people who are ready, like, people might have to die. So they're all crazy. Like, Let me just say this, little Simon. If Ted Kaczynski doesn't kill anyone, that manifesto sits in a fucking wooden desk in Idaho or wherever the fuck. It's probably still sitting there. We never read it. Well, we never either way, it. like Kamar said, because it was so long ago, it didn't have the same impact that it would today, right? Well, I'm just well, saying, it, if he doesn't... If someone read it today, they think this was copyrighted by someone who mm-hmm. wrote it yesterday. That's right. You, you know what I mean? And I, 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 I can't finish it. Like it, it's, it's very smart stuff But that he called all this, but no solutions. Well, his solutions are to blow up the technology and stunt it, I believe, which is too far, but... Is it? I think of it like five monkeys. Was it twelve monkeys? Twelve, 12 monkeys. Twelve monkeys. You, you but know, was like, five monkeys good? Five monkeys. Well, that was the first half. Of the <laughs> it was movie. half. It was half the movie. It was a half the movie. Uh, and twelve monkeys, like they're trying to, uh, they think they're doing something good. You know, they're they're the antifa. Brad Pitt and the well, Brad Pitt's many things, but he's a rich yeah, guy's I mean, son that, and that's the virus. Su- yeah, that's such a great movie. The whole thing's fucked up because Excuse we're me. never even sure if who um, Bruce Willis is working for is good or not, right? Like they're treating him Bradley, but we don't know if they're the Bradley. Good, they're ba- treating him they're, Bradley. They're treating him Bradley, <laughs> Cooper. Um, they're treating him badly, but I'm not... Um, we don't even know if they're the good or the bad in this movie. And and it's getting to be now. I don't know who what the a, good and the bad what is either. What a great movie that was, eh? Yeah, that's a good one. Fuck, it's it. so good. You well, should. they came out with a show. The show's really good too, man. It's a total mind fuck. I haven't seen the show. Oh, I man. The movie, but the movie is better. Brad the movie Pitt, is amazing. when he's committed... Yeah, well, yeah, fucking, he's nuts. In the in the in the same he one, he has some classic line um, lines. I miss. You know what? Now that you mention it, I miss when Brad Pitt wasn't a huge sex symbol because he played so many good crazy people, or like in, just like um, like in True Romance, True Romance. he played Floyd Fuck, the Pothead. Yeah. Uh, oh, of course, your inspiration, you like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. your inspiration for life. That's where no, Matt got his name. California, Pick he up was some yeah. clean no, 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 no. He, he was great. He yeah. was great. Even in. Um, that girl movie where he fights the bear, he was really good. Like he is kind of the lead in that one. Um, a river runs through it yeah, yeah, or yeah, one yeah, of those, okay, but yeah. he's really good in it. But that's what I'm saying is I kind of miss that, like that Brad Pitt character actor where he wasn't like, mind Brad you, Pitt. listen, he's done some good fucking movies. Seven is a good movie that, uh, um, oh, don't get me wrong. Brad Tarantino movie is amazing. I don't think anyone, think anyone Glorious Glorious Bastards. Bastards, And yeah. his character in that is like, so anti Brad, right? I love when he's trying to t- when he's doing the Italian. Yeah, great. Arrivederci, <laughs> Arrivederci. Whatever he keeps saying. So yeah, basically, I, my only frustration was is this guy pointed out a whole bunch of stuff that it sort of has been alluded to in a million Rogans or whatever, and it's like confirming, yeah, yeah, this is happening, but it wasn't like well, that's so funny. Feature kids or electrocute got, them. I just got to one of my notes. Mm-hmm. And it says, it seems like this whole podcast is just a reminder of how shitty it's gotten. And then it says, does he offer a cure? Question mark. So, so yeah. I obviously had the same idea the, you did listening the, that's to this. A, that's a, but let yeah. me, so let me, again, devil's advocate. <laughs> Fuck. This well, hell, you, I think you'll get three a show. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if Steven Pinker is arguing that everything's getting better, and the so, data says everything. Yeah, the better. data says everything's getting better. And social justice warriors have been around for arguably like five, six years. 
there's a correlation there, is there not? That they don't even realize it's getting better yet? No, I was going to say that social justice is the reason it's getting better. I don't believe that, but I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. Would well, you not? Well, no, if you're using that's data. That's definitely a hypothesis. That's, no, not, if you're using that's not data, necessarily the correlation. Well, I'm just saying. Listen, you could also, Simon, we could find out that blueberries tripled in sales. This is what I'm you saying. You could then use yeah. that as a correlation. Well, there you so, go. What is it? Correlation does not equal causation. Boom. That's right. See, I'm not as dumb as I let on. Floyd just dropped a mic. Yeah. So No, my mic is slowly moving down. Speaking so, of things changing over time, the way they teach the term racism in school now is... Loose. Taught as prejudice plus power. So unless you're in a position of power, you cannot this. be racist. I said this episode one. We had this argument. Well, I, I, it's not an argument. I agree. That, that's fucking crazy, man. Well, no, we, it no, wasn't no, sorry. an argument. I agree with you. I don't agree with that. Well, no, what I said to you was we had, we had an argument. Maybe, maybe it was in one of the ones we never uh, released, but I was saying to you that the argument I've heard about racism and the reason white people can't be victim to it is that, the power dynamic. So that basically that is saying that a black person cannot be racist because blacks nope, nope. are in a position of non-power. Well, it says that blacks can't be racist towards whites. Blacks could in turn be racist to a group that is opposed or persecuted equally to them. Like in Rwanda. Not, not according to... That's what I always wonder. I mean, I don't think that's... Yes, I see what you're saying. But I think the point is that if you're, uh, if you're the minority then you can't be racist, period. That's what I'll that's just, saying. I'll just that's come out and say it. What that's trying to say is that the only people that can be racist are white. It's the most racist thing I've ever heard. The only Besides people the Harvard who Asian are study. racist are white. No, the only people who can be racist are white. Or not, not sorry, not allowed to be. The, what did I just say? The only people who can be racist are white. That's what that statement says. And we all disagree. Just no. before the devil's advocate I mean, comes out. We disagree. We disagree. Okay. That's well, no, I disagree forward. with, I don't think white people are the only people capable. No, of, being. of course not. So we're having a weird agreement here. Cause well, except for this, I was talking to this, uh, well, he's playing devil's advocate. No, I was, <laughs> no, 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 for fuck's sake. Do I have to have a sign that I flip around? Yes. yes, on yes, and off? yes. Advocate. Jesus. Devil or we'll get a light once we get some yeah, money. Unreal. <laughs> but, um, I was talking to this, uh, Pakistani guy after the show, uh, in Toronto. He's, he's well off. Like, you know, like, and what group does he hate? Which dude? Well, they hate India. Yeah. Is that racism? I said to him. And he said, no, it's more colonialism because it said how the British went in yeah, there. But yeah. I say, hate you. Or like Chinese people hate Chinese people. Koreans hate black people. Uh, Japanese and Chinese hate each other. But all these are just, we're also just stereotyping. Not well, no, no. not all Koreans hate black people. Uh, of course not. But these, these, are, these are traditional stereotypes, like you said. And this guy agreed that India and Pakistan hate each other. He wasn't saying, no, no, that's something the fake news tells you. He's like, yeah, but it's not because of we hate each other. It's because of what the British did. And I said, well, it's the same thing. You just have a prejudice zone who's so similar to you. Yeah. So similar to you. Well, and then religion. It was the comes same country, play. you know. Pakistan and India was the same country, and I didn't know that. And no, no, but I'm saying then then religion comes into play a lot of the time, and that's what they end up fighting about. That's like the um, tribalism. What are the Shiites? Thank and you. The and the uh, Sunnis. Yeah, that's it's all it's all religion, and and, and they the, just believe a slightly different story, like a very their their ideologies are very closely. Well, I mean, as far look. As I, Red. So are the Muslims and the Jews, right? Like the the Torah and the um, Quran. Thank you. The Quran <laughs> are very close. You're talking about just interchanging like people's names a lot of the time. But do you know what what the the major contention with the Sunnis and the Shiites is? 
Isn't it like it has one thing to do with Muhammad, like where that, he was born? It has something or, to do with either was it the brother or the stepfather? Yeah, was I, his dad? That's it. Yeah, but they agree so much they're willing to kill the entire other. But you know who could figure it out? Mori Povich. Ancestry dot com. DNA and that me. too. Yeah. I thought Mori Povich was funnier. And you are the father. <laughs> and all the Shiite people go, "What the hell?" Run around, anyways. Um, well, that's a good subway for something I was thinking. I like how Joe always corrects people when they say, oh, you have two daughters? He says, no, I have three daughters. Uh, but that's the first time I noticed that. It was no, this episode. he always does it, man. He I always never does it. Say, I thought well, he had no, two daughters. No, no. You know what? As I a guy know. who has a stepdaughter, I'm very aware of it. And Do you know how old his stepdaughter step- is? That's not his stepdaughter. 23. I thought that was his daughter, though. No, no that's his wife's daughter. From another relationship. From another I thought that relationship. was his daughter nope. from another relationship. Nope, nope, oh, okay. nope. And so he talked about her, and then two days later, there's an episode all about her, or a, an article. Oh, really? Yeah. Just as a Matrix moment. As a Matrix yeah. moment. Yeah. Well, because she go. used to be a cocktail waitress. I did not know that. And Joe's a comedian. And Joe is a comedian. They met yeah. on the road. Did yeah, the job. I one time made the mistake of saying Simon's daughter wasn't his, and whew. man, why, I, why, why I would you say such a thing, man? I know, it's very. I rude. didn't because I have a stepdad, and I didn't say it like I just said it like, well, she's not your full daughter, and Simon was fucking. Pissed. But how long she's have you had your stepdad? How, how long have you had your stepdad for? Oh, 20 years. So. Yeah. I'm not saying, listen, I'm just saying, you know, blood wise, technically. Well, I, I know blood that hate each other and never talk. Of course. So. Listen, blood doesn't mean <laughs> shit. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I love I love you, Shannon, Sean, and Julia, if you're listening. <laughs> Guys, we're at, uh, suck up. we're at 45, so we got to. So yeah, well, so let's talk just a tiny bit about the peanut allergies because I thought that was super interesting. I was just letting you. I was yep. just giving you time. No, time perfect. Check. So um, his contention was that the nut allergies started going up in people when they got when they started being told Once that nut allergies them. were a thing. It's almost psychosomatic, like Grossman or whatever that guy's name was. Sorry, what? Psychosomatic. They, they developed the allergy because yes. they believed it was possible. Right. Exactly. No, no, I think it was more just exposure. It was exposure, yeah. That's what it was. It wasn't psychosomatic. It was that once we started segregating people, all of a sudden, no one had fucking peanuts, and it went up 15%. Wasn't that the number? Sorry, I don't know what the number was. Sorry. I usually do know. I know. Um, They did an experiment, though, where they got the allergic, or got the uh, mothers to drink, to eat Peanuts while they were Well, it wasn't peanuts. It was a a Middle Eastern like dessert that had a peanut crumble on it. Okay. But my point was they weren't just eating peanuts raw. It was was something with peanuts in it. Okay. Um, To see if then their children would develop a tolerance to peanuts or not. Yeah. And the woman that ate the peanuts, there was, it was like substantially less. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Have you guys been affected by the peanut allergy? So he's not getting nuts on the plane? Well, no, but having... You don't fly, so it's not a problem for you. With my kid going to school, kids going to school, it was a... You know, you had to make sure that You had to, but your son's not... Like, no one in your family is allergic to nobody is allergic. But our our next-door neighbor was allergic to nuts so much that when he'd come over, he'd have to have his... EpiPen? EpiPen attached to his belt. I want to try one of those. But it's the same... (laughs) A little adrenaline shot. I want to try it, but I think I might have a heart attack. Yeah, but it's a, it goes well, pro- to what he don't, was. Don't don't stab yourself right in the heart with it, and you'll probably be no. But right. I think I think you do it anywhere. Yeah, yeah, you just do it right into your leg. Well, that's how I see it in movies. We had to learn how to like do it to him in case it ever happened. Yeah, the peanut thing's a deal, but uh, like it doesn't affect my life. Well, I, actually, as a waiter, like you got you got to check. But like, so if you take a kid 
um, and right from birth, you start giving him very low doses of peanuts. He won't, you'll destroy any idea of a peanut allergy. Well, it's like, like you can breed it out. He was saying too, though, it's like if you, if you live, you know, if you raise your kid in a bubble, it's going to be allergic to everything. It's not going to develop the proper antibodies to fight everything. Right. That's why he was saying you, you should let your kids roam free, free range kids. Right. That free was range it. kids. Utah. Yeah. The first uh, state. Joe to- got really worried when he said that he let his daughter go out in, in New, New York, York city, city yeah. to walk the, whatever six blocks to the bagel store, even though he had her. <laughs> so the guy the brought phone. up a good point though. He was like, listen, we you live in a country. To. No, but the guy brought up a good point. He goes, we live in a country of 360 million people. He goes, last year there was a hundred abductions from people, from strangers. So that, he he didn't include abductions, the father taking the kid from the mother, which I agree with. That's not an abduction. No, that's I mean, totally. It, no, it no, is, it's but different. It's, yeah. it's different. We're talking about just a stranger walking up you in a park or taking random. a hundred out of 360 million. So he, not a he's saying, he's like, you this have, is an anomaly of an anomaly. You should be more worried about your son or daughter being struck by lightning. Of course, than being than, abducted. And I thought it was really interesting. Wait, sorry, I hate to cut you off. He said for uh, he said for your kid to be abducted from the car, you would have to leave them in the car for seven hundred thousand hours. That was well, the stat he. There dropped. you go. So leave your kids in the car when you're gambling. But I thought yeah. it was really interesting how he was saying that in some states where the laws are set up that the parents are responsible, that that's why they would never let them go out because they're. It's not so much they're worried about their children; they're worried about the trouble they would get in. Which is it, nuts because there's those same states probably let their kid let people not vaccinate their kids uh, probably which is nuts. Probably. Sorry, that was a little random. No, that's good. And then this can subway us because let's leave the peanuts for a second forever. And <laughs> no, because there was something way more interesting that I totally forgot about is when he's talking about how social media is actually making people more depressed. Yeah, I thought that was really, really important because it absolutely is. We've, every, spoke, we've spoken about this pretty the much. The sleep every guy episode, we talked though. about social media. We, Remember, com- comparison <laughs> is the thief of joy. But this, this is what I'm just saying. It just it, it has confirmed so many other episodes, and he, the guy was just so nice about it. Yeah. Sorry, Simon. Go ahead. No, no. Just the the idea now that you know every party you're missing and you know every time your friends are hanging out without you and you know you know what i mean back when we were kids like if i was at home on a friday and i didn't see you guys i didn't know what the fuck you were doing and that was great you know what i mean like the fact that we now know so much about each other i just think it just makes yes for some people it's great you know what i mean and then for some people it just makes them so sad but it's also it's not just just, that simon it's also that so like Let's say when you were young, you on a Friday, you didn't go out and then you went to school Monday and everyone was like, dude, Friday we got together and we had a bl-. like, you know what? You, you'd hear about it. And it might sound crazy. You know but, what? Well, it's happening. No, but what I'm saying is also on Instagram, everyone makes it look 10 times better oh, yeah. than it is, right. is my point. So everything seems like you're actually missing something. Yep. Whereas back in the day, like what I'm saying is you might have gone to school Monday and gone, oh, guys, what did you do? And they might have gone, oh, we got together Friday. We hung out for a bit. Yeah. And that was it. So you were just like. Ah, I missed out on a hang. Whereas now it's like, it looks like they're having the best time yeah, ever. There's right. bottles, there's just, sparklers. Just like how everybody is much prettier than they are. Of and, course. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Can I say something? No. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's weird though. It's, Put your hand up. It's sort of different. Um, when we reconnected and I found out you guys were hanging out all the time playing video games, it made me depressed. But then I, 
I don't want to play video games. So, but I felt like I was missing out on something, not on Instagram. You know what I mean? So, of course, it, 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 just missing out on anything or not knowing causes that. Hey, Kamar. Yeah. It's great to have you back in the fold. It's great buddy. to be back, buddy. It's great to be back. And can I Kamar. say for the record, I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's because we did a lot in December. This felt like we had like a three week layoff. Did it feel like that to anyone else since the last podcast? I don't know why. It honestly felt. Well, we did too. It's because we had time. done. No, I. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is maybe it was because we had we were so busy at the end of December and well the holidays. Hold on. The other thing too is this is the first time in like five years that there's been a two week UFC layoff. <laughs> so there's been no not one single event in the UFC in two weeks. So we also usually get together. Like in the interim, you know what I mean? Because there'd be like a Saturday UFC. So it just felt this week to me like, I missed you, Kamar. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, I was, I was far away in another city. So yeah. in a dangerous city where there was like two shootings while I was there. And then yeah, I, but that's why Kamar got cornrows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, if you want to see my cornrows or me performing in a prison outfit, uh, follow me at, at Kamar Babar. Those pictures Save up there now for to enjoy. Save it for the end. No, no. Uh, Sometimes it's organic. Quick self plug. Quick self plug. <laughs> so strict. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Follow Sammy Mansoni on no, Instagram. Yeah, please. Social um, media. Social media is depressing. I agree. So boys solve their problem or do their bullying violently, mm-hmm. and girls do it on social media. So and they're meaner. Just another way that it's a terrible thing. Yeah. I think I. I don't think I like social media. What, did he say? I don't think I like it either. Did he say though? He. he I think he said he, they shouldn't have it till they're 18 or something or 16. Yeah, like, six, after I mean, 16, I think. Uh, no middle school. I mean, no that nothing. seems crazy, but definitely not before high school would well, make sense. It was sense, just a recommendation. I but I mean, that's never going to happen. Like, I hear what he's saying. All his ideas were great. And he was like, go to your principal and tell them, you know, dude, that is never, it's just never going to happen. We're, we're so far down the rabbit hole at this point. Like... There is no turning back. They they have to they have to figure out a way to why I would ban cell phones in schools. That's what well, I would do. I mean, yeah. they, they've already done that in the elementary schools. Have they? Yeah. Good. Yeah. That that's in. That's I would do it in high they, school. They just came too, on though. so fast. They didn't even have time to think about it. But I would do it in high school. But I guess school, those were solutions. He I just offered. tried. Listen, you went to high school. You don't feel so far removed. You don't know from me very when, well, do From you? when you went to high school, like how many things did they try and make you do? If they had tried to tell you that you couldn't have your phone. You would have had your phone like this. No, no, it's totally different. You have your phone, you're out. That's it. I just listen. They told us not to fucking smoke weed and go to class. I'd be dead if I had a smartphone. Yeah, but the problem too is parents now, because like it's very simple. If 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 you have your phone in class and there's a rule that says no phones, you have to lock your phone up when you come in, Mm -hmm. and they throw you out of class. Your parents are going to show up at the school and be like. You can't throw my fucking son out of class. Yes, yes, he he mentioned that. That's a problem. Yeah, it's parents too. Again, like, I think it depends fucking, on the parent. Well, no, and it's also the university I would be thing. More pleased if they would do that. You know, sure, that's you. But yes, then it's the university thing saying. too. Kamar mentioned, or the guy mentions that a lot of parents are trying to get their kids into the best university possible, and if they're missing you know a grade or a class the parent likely to go in and be like why'd my son get a b plus or 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 they'll come in and say hey that's their resource material and why are you stopping him from using the encyclopedia you know right because there are no more encyclopedias it's only google now okay i went to high school and i never once saw an encyclopedia well we did go to the library though listen when we had to do a science project we busted out the encyclopedia i did He's younger than we are. I, I, no, I just didn't do any school. He's younger than did, we did, are. Did you guys submit papers where you had to write them? Like yeah, four or five pages? Yeah. Yes, of course. I never typed any. Yeah. I never typed yeah. anything. I can't believe I did that. I'm it not, wasn't I, until I my last couple of years myself. in high school that I started typing things. 
I, I can't believe I everything. Can't I, all the shit I writ, wrote, like, it wasn't legible, but I still had to do it. I like your little cursive. Uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. Very unbelievable. dainty. Very dainty. That's because I'm just doing loop to lose. So, yeah, this guy, I guess he did offer some solutions there, but you don't think they're realistic. I think you, if anyone wants to listen to the guy's breakdown of uh, why the culture's gotten so sensitive, this is a good listen. All right. Give this episode your Jamie, Simon. I'm going to go with four Jamies on this episode. I thought the guy was a good guy. I thought it was interesting stuff. And yeah. Kamar. I give it three Jamies because it was interesting, but I still felt it was sort of just point out the obvious. And I thought it was weak on practical solutions. I'll give it three and a half. Can I, can I make a note on Kamar's Jamies? <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I really believe that Kamar needs endings. If things aren't wrapped up for Kamar, he's not interested. Kamar Murder would concur. So there's a few things we've learned about Kamar. Hates reenactments. Hates them. Don't fucking reenact near no, this guy. No, I hate repeating reenactments. No, no, you hate reenactments. So let's just throw <laughs> that out there. Reenactments can only be in one episode. Yeah, it, can only, it can only be once. In the next episode, that's it's over. Yeah. So he hates that. And he needs things to be tied up with a little bow at yeah. the end. Yep. Oh, but... So, Is that wrong? So, you know, I, I don't know where... Oh, the guy gave you a good piece of advice. Patrick on the, on on the, the show, podcast. yeah. Did you look yeah. that up? I haven't time to look it no, up. No, but I remember him on uh, Fuckonomics. Yeah. Kamar was talking about how much he hated Murder Mountain. It was pretty much just a recap of our podcast on their podcast. But that's the only moment I shined because we were talking about the Joe Rogan Experience experience. Yeah, so okay. I said, what happened? I said, they were like, so it's going on. And it was like, yeah, we're getting like, hey, downloads are good. <laughs> like, they just kept yelling at me. Anyways. So but at one point, let me finish what I said. <laughs> I said, um... It was all good till this week because there was no um, no Rogan. Rogan, I said, Simon picked out the mushroom episode and then we reviewed Murder Mountain and they're all like, we love it. I was like, oh no, I think it sucks. And then we got into it and Patrick did agree with the reenactment. It was sketchy. You know, I was telling a story. You interrupted my story to tell your story. I tried to take the story back and you told me to stop. <laughs> I thought you told me about it. No. You Anyways, said you heard me on the podcast. So um, I guess I tell it after. Kamar says that he hates it yeah. at, because they don't. You never find out who did the murder. And the guy goes, oh, you want to find out who did the murder? Just type in who's the murderer into Google and it'll give you the guy's name. Phoenix oh, or something. No, yeah. I forgot to mention this too. In this, Kansas. Hold on. Kansas. Sorry. This just dawned on me. If you look at the um, the thumbnail for Murder Mountain on Netflix, the photo is a dude sitting in a truck that at no point ever, ever do they interview him? And I'm. I was looking at it yesterday, and I was like, "That's the fucking murderer." Well, we'll check it out after one the of show. the murders. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wait, no, no, well, no. Like the guy, because the guy buried him. We're not getting back into murder mount. No, no, no. I'm saying just personally, we can check yeah, yeah, it out yeah, after yeah. the show. But yeah, that's a sidebar. Yeah, sidebar. We're both at fault there. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> for I, I was just joking, buddy. Um, okay, so good. We're done with this guy. Oh, Great episode. Adam Green train. Or do you need to say that, Matt? No, we're done with I, I dude, I'm not I'm not the Gestapo, you are. Adam, Adam Green Tree's on right now. That sucks. Put it on. Uh, we live cast. Well, it. he's the best one out of those hunter guys. Oh, he has fuck. the most interesting yeah. stories. You can have that you can have that whole podcast. Yeah, Simon takes Oh, Kamar, take we no know you're notice. not gonna listen to it anyways. <laughs> fuck. Uh, Kamar only listens to about half of them. Uh, All right, twelve twenty two. Hey, you got it right, Maddie. Look Boom. Go, man. Woo woo. Twelve twelve twenty two. Um, Michael Shermer. Michael Shermer. And 
this was kind of a personal matrix moment because Kamara and I had been talking to a friend of ours about what's up, Jesse. Yep. There you go. <laughs> about that episode. Um, when Shermer is debating, uh, what's his name? Kamara Hancock. Yeah. And Graham then they Hancock. each have a guest on and it's a total fucking shit show. Remember we were talking about anyways. So, and then Michael Shermer happens to be on huh. by himself by himself. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't by have himself. any guests, but still, can I point out that there's a few times where um, he tries to tell a story that he believes is funny. And when he's done, Joe more deadpan than you almost goes. That's funny. It happens three times this episode. Well, he, he he's a really good public speaker though. He believes he's a good public speaker. <laughs> Either way, I just thought that was a great. He's. Little... Uh, would you guys say he's like um, uh, debunker, a professional debunker, sort of like? A... He's a skeptic, a professional skeptic. Professional skeptic. So yeah. this isn't usually the way we would do it, but what do you think of Michael Shermer? Just give me Jamie's. Kamar, want, this oh, is this you is want to rape the human yeah, being that was is, on the show? But wait, Kamar was about to go into a huge diatribe. I okay. caught that early. I just want the Jamies. Three and a half Jamies. I would like Kamar's diatribe. How do you feel about Michael <laughs> Okay, Sherman? go. Well, I think he's, a, he's just a little bit smug. Okay. And uh, they were talking about something about uh, women or something, and he just backs off a lot. He knows that? Joe just goes off and he doesn't, he doesn't add or he just goes, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he doesn't want to disagree too much. Uh, he, he's done it before on previous times he's been on where they've gotten into like a debate almost. And I don't think he wants to go there with Joe. Well, once we get into it, I think invited back, I think it happened like a couple of times. It it does, but he, anyways, you'll, you'll, so you're done with your diatribe. Yeah, that wasn't perfect. Matt. You want me to rate the human being? Rate the human being. Um, I don't know. He seems like a three and a half Jamie yeah. person. I, I guess. give, I I give him know. four Jamies. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like him. Just He's a little w- bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whoa, whoa. I, three I totally, and a half doesn't mean I don't like him. No, no, no. It I, means you like him. Yeah. I totally, I, I totally see how he could yeah. rub people the wrong way. I'm just not one no, of no. those people. No, no. Two and a half is indifferent. Three would be a little, you're warm on the guy. Like, do you want to just rate Jordan Peterson with Jamies for fun? No, but you seem to want to. <laughs> no. So why don't you just no, give him your no, one? No, just because I was going to go low to show that, you know, we hit both sides of the bar. When I was <laughs> listening to this and they go deeper and then they're talking Tony Robbins and stuff and they bring up George Peterson and Joe's like, he's so charismatic. And, and I was wondering, what were you doing at that time? Like, Joe, you do not hear what I hear. Is Simon, that, am I wrong Simon, about that? Simon was at work just like aggressively pricing things. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Fuck this! Fuck this! You know me too well, man. <laughs> he really painted Jordan just, Peterson as I like Don looked, Juan. I just looked over and saw Maddie controlling the thing with the PlayStation remote, and <laughs> I thought he was so uninterested in this podcast that he started playing video no. games. You, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just keeping up. No, no, I uh, like it's no not more. Up there. I'll, he's I'll not allowed any more Devil's Advocates, so he was just like, yeah. "Fuck this!" I, wow, I've yeah. tapped out for yeah, the episode. That's rude. No, do you, know what, do you know what my favorite part of this episode, my absolute favorite part of this episode is where Joe goes, yeah, I used to be like a big time conspiracy theorist. I used to be really into them. I used to believe a lot of them. And then he goes, but uh, I don't anymore. I don't anymore. And then, and then, and then not two it's minutes later, concern. not two minutes later, they start talking about Kennedy and the guy's like, yeah, I think Oz- Oswald acted alone. And Joe's like, no fucking way. Oh, no fucking way. That's Oswald where he acted loses alone. his mind, Kamar. Both of them. Yeah. Both the moon landing 
and the Kennedy assassination, they started going in as how conspiracy theory exists yeah. and then found themselves, well, but the thing is just saying they're hanging guys off of wires and stuff like. Hey, yo, they've debated those two points before on, on Rogan. Yep. Both the moon landing and JFK. This is what I'm saying. I think Shermer, no, he was like, I don't want to talk about the same shit again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he he's sorely but mistaken. But Matt is absolutely <laughs> correct. Joe, but I do like that Joe, he he doesn't he's not he doesn't hide the fact that he used to be a kook. I'm concerned. You know no, I, I mean? agree. I'm, oh, I'm but, concerned. Which I think is big because, you know, he could easily pretend like he has no shit on him. But he's like, you I'm know, concerned. I used to be I used to be a kook and I'm not a kook anymore. I'm That's concerned. my problem, though, is that I used to be because he's sitting there like I used to be. And then he's got a little itch. You could see like, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm, there might have been a third shoot. It like, used oh. to be aliens and Bigfoot. And now it's things that are much more provable. So in his defense... I mean, look, I'm still way out there. I believe in a lot of shit. So. No, I'm concerned. What are you concerned about? I think someone got to Joe. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you, it, was it Dana White? Well, you've heard every Joe Rogan. I, uh, so I you know. remember when he was pro fake moon. I do. Like, And that you were like, yeah. Joe, you're right. I never thought about it till that moment. I feel like it's listening to the Beastie Boys, you know? Like, but wait. It's all a lie. But wait, when he talks about the moon landing, he still says, he still says, I think a lot of the footage is B footage that they plugged in. He believes now that we actually went, but he still thinks a lot of it is Fugazi. He believes that they, they broadcast streamed live for six hours in 1969, which I don't believe. No, no, no. He said what they, what they said was there was a delay. No, what they said was they had to, they had a vit, um, a, like a movie camera on a screen at NASA because NASA had the NASA was the only one with the feed. So they were filming. They the were feed. filming a feed, is what he said for six hours. So, yeah. well, listen, you know what, Joe? To Joe's point, all Joe's saying is there's a chance that some yet one single Yahoo at NASA doctored some footage. That maybe they needed. It was also the 60s. Well, like. no, he was for sure, too. I mean, Joe contends that there is a piece of footage that they have of them that's supposed to be in outer space. Yeah. And it's actually from a training mission. So if they did that for that one, then why is it that they couldn't have done for a bunch of them? That's not to say that we didn't get to the moon. Well, I think they got it wrong. I think it was China, but Japan or China just landed on the moon. Not people. Why the fuck? Why are they sending people? No, back? no. They Do you know why one of those laser things, Kamar? They were talking about it. One of those no, no, laser no, no. There's a machine on on. Uh, it's not a manned mission. No. Because do you know why we don't send people back to the moon anymore? Because there's no fucking point. Yeah, there's nothing we haven't. We did it to learn. We did it to prove that it was possible. But now we send our shit to Mars and we send our our our. our things to places we've never been before where we can learn stuff. They've learned everything they need to know about the moon. I guess that's I don't the know. thing is if you believe that we've put an unmanned thing on Mars, what the fuck makes you believe we didn't send a human to the moon? Mars is exponentially further away. So but if it, we, it's like 250,000 kilometers away the moon. Yeah, I realize that, but with... 250,000. Well, what's your point? Yeah, but Kamar... Wait, hold on. Whoa. Sorry, Matt. I don't mean to to step on your toes. Kamar, do you not believe that we went to the moon? I don't believe we went to the moon. Holy shit. All right. You know what they... Stop the presses. One step forward and 10 steps back. (laughs) I'm going to light this joint, and then I'm going to light Kamar up. (laughs) 
I don't know if we have time for all this. All the stuff Joe was talking about. Why do they have to do the Dr. B stuff? It's amazing they got to the moon. No reason to big it up. It's enough of an accomplishment. I think because Mar- on, they on, didn't on, have on, the on, shit to film in outer space. That's what, what I was going to say is they were in the middle of a propaganda war. So you can't you can't just have Walter Cronkite on like radio being like, we did it. They landed. It helps to have some sort of footage. No, Kamara's saying, why can't they have actual footage? And what I'm saying is, maybe they didn't have the cameras to do that. Simon, I'm backing that up. I'm saying they need footage. So they say, we we did get there. We've got, you know, Orson Welles. Why don't we fucking, or Stanley Kubrick. The very first day we started this podcast, we should have sat down and we should have found out what we all believe. Simon doesn't want to do the podcast anymore. No, no. I just like, what else don't I know about Kamar? Kamar. I didn't know you like to fuck animals. <laughs> I, I don't want to. And fuck I don't animals. judge you for it. <laughs> I like to watch animals. Fuck. Okay. Sorry. What's the difference? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's a huge difference. Yes, there is. I know. I was just trying to brush it off. One feels good. <laughs> Come on. I'm just suspect, Kamar. bro. I'm just suspect. And you can't prove they did. The earth. Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, of course. The earth. He went. <laughs> Round. He, he's a sexual predator. Yes. No, he flat? said. No, 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 no. Kamar said it's like an apple core. No. A dome. The earth. The earth, the earth is, not is like flat. an apple core. A teardrop. But there, there is no space. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh right no, because why right. right, we can't go to the moon no, obviously that. because there is no space so yeah. that makes sense they talked about a lot of stuff in this like whatever we can talk about this i don't long. think uh, yeah i think this whole podcast now has to be <laughs> devoted to kamar not believing that we got to the moon uh, no i'm just suspect. hold on we're canadian i'm just we didn't suspect. Get anywhere <laughs> we just... sent an arm into space that's all we did they oh, went six I times eh? because i'm times. saying we i meant we as in human oh beings. the collective yes, human yeah, being. Yeah, okay, not necessarily gotcha. america and canada yeah. they went to the moon six times uh um, that's what they said missions to the moon well the apollo 13 there were seven missions it. and six were six, successful, six successful. you know. know what we're gonna move on just for the sake of continuity of this podcast but no kamar that on a day where we are going to the archives we're not going into the archives we're having a, a moon, moon landing debate. wow okay Agreed. yeah no, no mark I, it down i, I don't uh, you have so little evidence to prove it <laughs> I will You know what I'll let you know When we're gonna do this I'll have all my evidence ready You get ready And we'll Oh this will be great I'll yeah. be the moderator Yes it'll be perfect Wonderful it's Our so first it's ever J-R-E-E-E debate uh, So the next NASA time NASA recorded Or destroyed all the footage They did have Cause that's true Yeah he's right about that yeah, Oh I, I know That makes sense Like the, that, I, We just went to the moon Fucking Put on the fucking Best of cheers Remember <laughs> this is the guy Who says Um I believe that they went to the moon. I also believe that they use fake, uh, yeah, you know, movies and whatnot. So I don't know. We we're, we're, obviously we're stuck on this. We're, no, no, I, no, I no, sound no, stupid. No. Everyone listening, no, no, but back, whatever. There's back, someone out there that agrees with me. Just to back Kamara up, if they never went to the moon, it's a great way to beef up like military spending or spending on money that you couldn't put on the books. There's a there's a lot of good reasons for Kamara to be right. I just don't think he is. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Hold on. Hold on. I don't, I'm wait, not wait, offended. Wait one second. You think there's a lot of reasons? There are some reasons. Okay. <laughs> that seems like a more plausible answer. He started off this podcast really morose, eh? Just talk about nothing and death. Yeah. He, yeah. It all started with death. And I've been thinking remember. a lot about death lately. I've been thinking about when you go to sleep every night, you just have this faith that you're going to wake up in the morning. Yes. And I don't know, like we, but, and I get it because we just go to sleep and we wake up so many times until you don't. 
<laughs> wow, you want to talk about morose? What do we got, Leonard Cohen over here? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, yes. but I'm just, poetic. I'm just saying, uh, and out of all the ways you could go, that's probably the best. Absolutely. Maybe having sex. With an animal. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> with, a, with a turtle, and you're the receiver. Never telling you guys anything ever again. Um, yeah, I guess sex would be the best way to go. But he was talking about nothing and how nothing can exist, wasn't he? That's what I heard. Yeah. But well, except, he was because when it's because then there's nothing. It's yeah. just it's over. And uh, and like, well, no, it's black. He's like, well, no, you can't have black because black is something. Because it's, you it's need you need your eyes to see black. He avoided talking about Seinfeld because <laughs> that is a show about nothing. Uh, okay, blah, blah, I've been waiting for that blah, blah. in my car for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. That's how when you don't try to go with the, with the flow. Oh God! Uh, I would have I would have thought you would have spent two hours thinking about moon landing stuff. <laughs> oh, but I guess you didn't know it was going to come up. I think they talked about a lot of stuff, but they basically talked about the moon, JFK, and nine eleven. I mean, this I wasn't even going to ask this question, but now, do you guys believe in horoscopes? Of course not. No, but <laughs> but I saw a thing on Instagram the other day with a list of serial killers, and all the horoscopes are similar. Like, there's a lot of like it's Virgo, Cancer, Sagittarius, or something. Like, the, there's some that aren't there. Leo's not there. Right. Just the months they were born. Yeah. L- let's not say horoscopes. Let's just say they they share a lot of birth dates. No, no. They birth- all when they killed, they all had a horoscope that said today you will most likely kill. Kill. Really weird. Very odd. Yeah, I mean, because they debunk. Um, Hold on. Well, you mentioned nine eleven real quick. Well, I said those are three big things they talked about. I felt. Yeah, but Simon and I had it out about Tower Seven a long time ago. So, oh, you have it in your notes there. Okay, sorry, Camargo. Let's get it on. I'm telling you, I think someone got to Joe. I, it's so hard, you know what I mean? No, he, I mean Joe makes the point the best himself. He's like, that was ten. 10 years ago, I'm a totally different person today than I am. I'm a totally different person today than I am 10 years ago. Well, wait, what's Matt the... is a totally different person today than he was it's 10 years ago. Years, it's seven actually. years, Five years ago. It's seven wow. years. 10. It's seven years. What, that you change? Your whole body rejuvenates. So yeah, yeah, every seven years. Completely years. different person. Um, so what does he say? He says, a conspiracy. The only way you can keep a secret with three people is if two of them are dead. Yeah, I like that. Or secret, just a secret. Yeah, that was great. But wait, that brings me up to Bill Burr. This is way better. Bill Burr um, was on Joe Rogan a couple years ago, and he was talking about how he had a, a criminologist, an ex-cop on his podcast, on Bill Burr's podcast, and he was asking the criminologist about getting away with crimes. And apparently Bill says to the guy, he goes, so I have, I think I've planned out the perfect crime. And the guy goes, okay, tell me about it. And Bill goes, okay, so me and my buddy, and the guy goes, stop. You're already caught. (laughs) Love it. That's amazing. And Bill goes, what? And the guy goes, yeah, as soon as there's someone else involved, he goes, one of you is going to say something. You're caught already. It's so true. So that's the biggest argument for the moon. Well, for all those conspiracies, the biggest thing is that someone would have. Oh, no. And 9-11. Like, not that I'm, I'm. Outing that we can tell no, no, that you time. have to have so many people who are going along with exactly. this secret. That, it's th- too crazy. That's a, a mainstay. I, I agree. Well, and for the conspiracy, you could then just argue, and this goes against it. I'll get to that. You could just argue, well, if it's a big conspiracy, they would just kill everyone involved the day of. You know what I mean? But unless one, unless one Jason Bourne is doing the killing, that guy knows too, and he can get drunk at a bar and be like, "I killed fucking forty-two well, people on 9-11. They've got to kill all the those drone, people. The <laughs> drone takes him out, and the guy driving the drone doesn't know the sure who who he's killing. He just knows it's a person. Well, that sounds sorry. I'm, I'm just taking it all yeah, the way. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. That sounds inconvenient. 
But I mean, all of it. Yeah. To keep a secret. Point of my, my mom and I used to play this game. Uh, you both know my mother, so this will be especially funny for you. Um, on the way to the cottage where we would say where was the best place to dump a dead body. Yeah, I still you know, do that. You know, we'd... I still do that. Well, there you go. We would move the body, remember? Yeah. <laughs> Kamar would definitely help me move a dead body. That's episode 2.1, The Push. 100%. The <laughs> best of Jerobis Um So, yeah, horoscopes me. and my mother. Don't believe in them. My mother totally believes in them. It's so funny. She'll, like, you know, try and guess somebody's horoscope, and she'll go through seven, and then she'll get it, and she'll be happy. Well, it's like I think she gets mine the first time. She's like, you're such a Leo. It's a numbers game. Well, and you have a one in 12 shot of getting it. And they're it. so stupid, right? Because when you read, like... Like a fortune cookie. Well, when you read what a Gemini, it gives you so many things. Some of them are going to hit. If if you told me I was a Capricorn, I could find myself in that too. Like it's, yeah, but doesn't the guy say it? He goes, "Oh, so you're subjective. the type of person that loves being alone, but also thrives in a crowd." That's right. You're they, like, they oh all, my god, that's, that's me. They're both. Wait, yeah. hold on. Yeah, it's like, well, okay, we. Just, <laughs> you do not thrive in a crowd. Me personally, yeah, no. <laughs> I like to be alone. I've never seen Simon in a crowd. No. But, but once, me and Simon were in New York City. Oh, I thought about it because I was in the subway, and I was like, he didn't want to take the subway. I was like, come on, you gotta have the experience. You didn't want to take the subway, <laughs> and, and just let it. And so we go down. He pay. Uh, he bemoaningly comes. Yeah, yeah. And we go, and the subway door opens, and it's packed full of people, and no one moves. Of course. And you're just supposed to pull that fucking... Yeah, you gotta just <laughs> And jam someone in. else just dives into him. He's like, we are taking a taxi. I turned around, like, on my heel. On my heel. Kamar's still looking at the door. I'm already up the stairs. He was like, nope. And exit. If I... If there's more than, like, four people on an elevator, I'm just like, no. Nope. Yeah, I'll take the next one. And if one. the next one comes and there's four people, I'm taking the stairs. Simon, I had to do that. I had to do that, like, three times a day, every fucking day. I remember one... This is no joke. One day I was on the subway and it was so packed that my so your arms are at your side i could not physically pull my arm up and dude i had like a, an almost cough attack and this woman's fucking head luckily it was the side of her face but like dude i coughed and the look on her face was of pure disgust but it was so new york of her to just like she just did one of these like faces and was just like i'll be off in two stops i'll be off in two stops. you know what i mean like this is new york city though yeah when i lived in new york yeah. Before her, but oh dude like, yeah for sure it. i remember one day i got on the subway this is insane uh as the subway's going by you can see that every train is packed right you're like packed car packed car packed car the one that pulls up in front of me the door that pulls right up in front of me there's like a, a swath of space like a wide open area and i'm like sick what are the fucking odds? The door opens up and there must have been 15 liters of vomit in this circle. And it's so New York. Everyone is just standing there with their fucking, their, their shit over their face. Just like nothing has happened. Such and the best city. is everyone just, just like trounces on. And I, I actually saw it, but like the first five people just like, like ran on and you could see all the people on the train looking at them like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like oh, that's dude. so gross. The worst is homeless people because you sometimes you get on and there'd be a homeless guy with 10 uh, shopping carts on the train and it just smells like a barn. It's terrible because the homeless in New York are real homeless. So, yeah, once again, all the more disgusting. reasons why I'm not dating the subway. I do not believe in horoscopes because that's there where it started. There you go. All right. Moving on from horoscopes. <laughs> yeah, what a weird episode. I don't remember all this horoscope talk, but they definitely talked about horoscopes. They men he mentions it. Simon, got we got a lot out of it. I think we talked about more than they did. Simon, we're waiting for a page turn. 
um, I w- they talk a little bit about psychics, and that oh yeah, just, they debunked that. That just got me thinking how that is just something that should not be on television. Do you know what I mean? Like, is it not now? Isn't it all been debunked? Well, it's been debunked, and yet they still have a New Jersey medium, or you know what I mean? Like, it's there are still people who believe in it. These people are making money. They're off preying it. on them. So wait, you feel like that shouldn't be on television? Yeah, yeah. Like half I, the infomercials out there are selling you bullshit. But these are charlatans that are like. This, this is almost like um, you know how you're not supposed to oil. argue with flat earthers because it gives them the idea that it's something worth arguing. Like these people should not be. We know that it's fugazi, and they should not be allowed to go on there and propagate it. It would be something different if at the at the beginning of every episode they said, you know, we know this is um, not real. Duh. You have to, you know. But Simon, don't you? Uh, first of all, I am certain that on all those infomercials, there's fine print that say just that. The other thing that's important. Oh, to I'm take not away, talking about infomercials. Well, you're talking about psychics on TV. I'm talking about like, um, what was that guy's name who had that crossing show? over? Yeah, exactly. John where, Edwards, where they, you know, cold, um, cold read the crowd, and they were just using tricks. It was like watching a, a Dan Brown. Was that his name, Dan Brown? Darren Brown. Darren Brown. Dan Brown. Dan Brown's the um, he got, he wrote uh, Da Vinci Code yeah, exactly Simon but I look at it okay I guess the reason it's not like illegal which you're arguing for is that you know they're not forcing anyone to call and then the big thing is I I guess I could look at it like if you're stupid enough to call then whatever it's also kind of a placebo effect could you could argue no in that like if you can't afford a shrink maybe you really just need to talk to someone about your problems this costs three dollars a minute. And you, well, no, just, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You get to talk to someone who's like, yeah, yeah, good. I think that's what all these people are looking for. Yeah. I think it's more like a, you're making dumb people dumber and then, or sorry, B, you're making dumb people dumber. A, there are going to be kids who are going to watch this and we don't want them to grow up thinking that this is real. And yeah, but we also tell them that santa claus and the easter bunny are real so yeah I, mean, I guess it just it's like it's not even reality tv where you know it's not reality tv it's like but simon you grew up and you saw those ads you don't believe in psychics your son well, doesn't believe in psychics stupider now i guess I don't but, but know. stupid people are gonna believe stupid shit anyway i don't think i guess i guess there's, i just look at it like there's no avoiding stupidity look, this isn't a huge hill i want to die on it was well, just it occurred to me that okay, they probably enough. shouldn't have these tv shows on but like like Kamar said, I don't think there are any left. There's no more fucking. No, there is. There's there, no more mediums. Yes, or psychics, there is. Are there? There's that. I'm getting the name wrong. It's like oh, Long Island Medium. That one is still on. Well, he's located in Long Island. Those people so are gross. It's a she. Oh, even I'll just leave that one there. What about uh, how do you guys feel about Tony Robbins? Well, that was what I was. Yeah, I, oh, I, did I just well, miss a Tony no, Robbins? No, 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 no. That, that no, no, we bra- it there. subways perfectly, Kamar. It's. Um, I think choo choo. I think if he's helping people, what the fuck does it matter? Yeah, I like, like him. If someone leaves a well, Tony that, Robbins, that was Joe's point exactly. Yeah, and I agree point, with that. Yeah. Is if someone leaves saying, you know, I'm empowered and I feel better about but myself. But Tony Robbins isn't communicating with anybody's dead grandmother. He is just giving you. Um, positive reinforcement you know yeah that's what i was gonna say he's not a, he doesn't sell himself as anything other than like i'm just a fucking positive dude that's gonna, gonna try to get my some positivity. positivity into your life and maybe you can make something better tony robbins also I, read his book. I think he also is very 
transparent in the fact that he says this isn't going to work for everyone. A lot of people are going to show up and they're not the people that are going to take what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's almost like his show is what empowers people the way he talks. He has this. Yeah. Uh, his energy and right, his, the his energy. persona. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah. And I also think that's who Tony Robbins is. I don't think he leaves the stage and cracks a bag of Cheetos and is like those fucking idiots. You know what I mean? Like I think he when he bumps into people in public is like that. Like, I don't think he's putting on an act. Did you watch his Netflix special? No, I did, I should we? No. Yeah, I, I watch it. Well, they talk about where the is girl dumps a, her is boyfriend live. Is it a documentary? Live. Yeah, it's, it's a one-hour thing. Okay. Or maybe it's, maybe it's an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. I he mean, made, Simon. Well, that's what they were talking about on... Yeah. Uh, exactly. The, he makes her dump him on uh, the live to TV. To say it's a documentary I mean. is like saying that Conor McGregor Notorious thing is a documentary. Like, I'm sure Tony oh, Robbins... Oh, Tony is in it. the best light. Yeah. A documentary would show both sides. Is, oh, I A see. documentary is produced by someone other than the star of was a It was a biopic. Oh, he produced by Tony Robbins. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it was a biopic. No, no, because no, it's no, not it's a, a week, movie it's a about week in the life of one of his sessions. Yeah. No, but that's why that's why you got on me when I said that that Notorious was good. I think that was me, wasn't it? It wasn't me. I don't know. Somebody got on me. Anyways, what I, I compared it to Chris Brown. Okay, it wasn't me. That was you co- you compared it to Chris <laughs> Brown. Like he put out his own documentary. To sort of clean up his image, you know what I mean. Right. And by the end of it, I was like, "Hey, Chris Brown's not that bad." And then it's like produced by Chris Brown. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, produ- yeah. That's I what I was you. saying, Simon. Is if you go on Netflix and there's a Matt Floyd yeah, documentary, I understand. And then at the end, it says produced by Matt Floyd. You're going to be like, "Oh, wait a minute. No yeah. wonder he looks so." Yeah. Bad. And yeah, if yeah. you watch it, and you're all active yeah. and positive yeah, exactly. and get stuff done, he's really like, tired, but still <laughs> fucking acing all the fucking well, video. Well, games. that'd be the that'd be the true 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 documentary. Um, yeah, I guess it was. So, and he was saying how they, he was compared to the psychics. How one of their techniques is just finding stuff out about them, vetting them, uh, the church cards or whatever. They fill them out like it's a cold read. And so. by our rationale, that they said if it, if this helps people better, Tony Robbins, love him or hate him, it's not a cold read. It's vetting. It's, it's, it's vetting. The, it's the um, it's to give the appearance of a cold read, but you actually have information well, vetting about people. Them. Yeah. It's what Darren Brown does. It's his whole shtick. It's finding the best possible people to do the things you want done. Yeah. So by rationale, he's sort of a bad person. He probably knew (laughs) that that girl, this is Tony Robbins now, that that girl was in a terrible relationship. They said that on the the podcast. Yeah. I'm just reaffirming it. Oh my God! He's questioning me. Imagine if this Simon was just making up notes. That would be the best. Me. For the listeners, well, that was my best voice ever on this I podcast. Listen. I listen. I can't repeat that again. If I would tried, <laughs> maybe this is there, right there. What else? Because uh, I jumped right into conspiracies. They didn't get right into conspiracies, did they? They talked about nothing. Then Tony Robbins and psychics, and then it was uh, the moon, I think. Okay. And then it was uh, JFK. It, it honestly felt all conspiracy to me. But that's what the whole yeah. Episode oh, felt they like. they no no they talked about uh, social they, justice warriors for a while. They talked about the um, that project Bogosian. The uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Bogosian. Yeah, 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 that's right. It, it's Bogosian. Is that are we yeah. saying ever? No, man. No, no, we no, talked but, about it for twenty minutes already. Sorry, 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 sorry. This that, guy that, that has was too aggressive. so much attitude today. It's it's because of the cornrows. Of course. Well, yeah. He, he thinks he's super hard. Right now. now, I sort of feel like you guys are my bitches. Listen, not only cornrows, he's in a full sweatsuit. Like he looks like he just fucking it got released from prison. And yeah. then so I was like, does he have a do rag? Fuck yeah. Yeah, and he showed up with a do rag. 
and a falafel. Yeah, you came in aggressive. I'm going to show up dressed like my people next week. <laughs> Simon comes in with a fucking yarmulke. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the, the payas, the, little the, curls. the square yeah. thing on my oh, head. Wow. <laughs> Fair enough, man. I won't hate on you. Get ready. I'm, no, I'm, I'm even inclusive. better than that. Coming in like Moses. Oh, wow. Well, hopefully by next podcast, I'll take this out and it's going to be super crimped. So I guess, Simon, you'd want me to come in dressed like Mario. Would that be... uh you got it. Or Chef Boyardee. Mario or Mario. Listen, I think, I think next week when you release those cornrows, you're going to suddenly know that we went to the moon. Yeah, that's possible. Like it's somehow. And, um, and if that if that's the case, I would not be upset. He knows that we don't have proof, though. You see, he's like one of those. Uh, he's like the people that offer $10,000 if you can prove God isn't real or a million dollars. or whatever. I've just heard enough comedians do wicked bits about it. That I'm like, it's. The bit's not as funny if it didn't go to the moon, you know? I, I prefer to be funny. And uh, they, they, I think they got into it at JFK. I don't think they were in agreement. No, they of were Of course not. they weren't. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they Well, just, he said right off the jump, this and this was the argument, Oswald acted alone. And that's where Joe was like, listen, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but... And then Joe went into the fucking, there could have been a guy in the I manhole. Was, I was obsessed with that as a kid. I got every VHS tape from the video store that I could about the JFK assassination. God, who cares? I don't know. I don't know why I cared. It just seemed so... Because it's a double assassination? Because you know everything now, you know, after the yeah. fact. But like, uh, yeah, Oswald got caught, but then yeah, the guy shot Jack him. Ruby shot and then him. the bullets. And if you've ever seen JFK, the movie. Yeah. Which is totally Costner, not true at all. But has fact in it. Like the magic bullet, which was a huge point of contention. Yeah, but two. he just makes up all sorts of shit in that. They yes, talk about it. Yes, they talk yes, about how Oliver Stone's bunk in that, that movie okay, is. Yeah. That movie sets the whole but JFK it's a great movie. thing back. But it's a great movie. Yeah, well, it's an Oliver Stone, so you know it's seven hours that's, long. That's a conspiracy theory that I just really don't care about. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, I, I see I see how it... Um, JFK? Meaning that I see how it was a conspiracy. I see that they were wrong in the way that the, the going line was. But you don't see the repercussions of it happening? Well, I just, at this point, I just, if they told me tomorrow that um, they found the second shooter, I would be like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? I just, I know there, I know there was oh, more Oh, because than you don't one. like, you, you don't mind loose ends. <laughs> you, 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 you don't need it all tied up but i agree with you there like i what i was trying to say is because he got assassinated the vietnam war possibly happened whether he would have done it or not he, he, oh, oh, oh like it, the implications of his it, assassination so who who did it or the motive that's not what i'm saying versus the it single was guy. very impactful and it 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 happening caused a lot of other things to happen. So that's more my interest in it than who did it. But I just, I agree that it, there was something really screwy about the, the going line that they were feeding everybody. Hold right? on, hold about on. Before we go further, one bullet. Does everyone here believe it was just Oswald? No. I don't care. I have zero yeah, that's, opinion. That's cool. You that's, have to have an opinion. No, he, no, I genuinely don't. I, I haven't looked into it enough, nor do I. I, I just genuinely... I don't care. Just from listening to Rogan, you can have an opinion. Well, I know that Joe thinks there's a million, like, you know, this guy, based on evidence, seems to feel like Oswald acted alone. I don't know. I thought by the end of it, he could have been convinced either way. I I think they contradicted the moon and JFK. No, not the moon. Okay, fine. I feel like at the end, Shermer was just like, I'd rather just move on. So he was more likely to be like, sure, Joe. It yeah. Could have that, maybe the driver turned around and well, shot him. Well, maybe, because again, yep, I think it was diplomatic. Had, this is another conspiracy these two had already talked about. Yeah. So, 
And the, again, I think it's just such a moot point arguing a fucking conspiracy sure, from because, literally yeah, I, seventy years ago now. I mean, that's this is yeah. I mean, that's what this is what these guys. This is what he does. He's but it, it's just someone is always going to say, "Well, what about the tree yeah. in the picture had leaves on it, but it was fall, so they would have had no leaves or whatever." I don't know. Uh, I did not know that the Zapooter film came out on. Uh, Geraldo? Geraldo, Geraldo I, yeah. we talked about. I talked oh, about that. in '75, though. I thought yeah, it was the when '80s he, or when something. When he was a legitimate journalist, and it was a, as a comedian. Yeah, it was a comedian that brought it forward. Yeah. Oh, really? Gregory Davis, I believe his no, name I was. Didn't, I didn't know that. I don't think that Ben Davis, something Davis, whatever. My bad. Who cares? There was a very interesting um, point he brings up about uh, people scaling. This is totally off of. Uh, Let's conspiracy theories on. for Matt um, scaling up in big cities meaning when you li- when you live in New York you literally start walking faster and mm-hmm. you you know like everything gets exponentially faster I just but that I mean, makes total sense because I can tell you sometimes I had school on Saturday and I, my school was in Soho like walking down sidewalks in New York are massive but you yeah. can tell who lives in New York and who's a tourist because the tourists walk five long so slowly and New Yorkers just look agitated and move like the fucking wind. I, I agree with that. But didn't he say scaling you, up doesn't you work? You talk faster, you walk faster. Sorry, you what? Didn't he also say that scaling up doesn't work as like it's... Wasn't he making a point that like the more people we get, the less it all works the way it should? Uh, no, I think he was saying that it's amazing how it does work even though you have so many people. Like it continues to function. Yeah, but I think he was also talking about the fact that it gets to a point where it's too big. Like Ottawa is a good example. The city we live in, 20 years ago, you could get around somewhat easily, I guess. Now traffic is just ridiculous at all times. Really? You find traffic ridiculous in Ottawa? Yeah. You don't? No. I don't. I find uh, it very easy to get around. I don't have to drive in traffic. Try to avoid it. I'm always stuck in traffic. Yeah, but see, in in those places, traffic's all time. We have... We Rushes. have pockets. Exactly. Of so We're so lucky. Okay. Here. Yeah. Sure. Fine. I'd like, but even here, even here, like we live in a, a very a million people, very small city. And go to Toronto. To, the traffic in Toronto is, is terrible. Awful. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. But even in this small city, I like long for something much smaller. You know, I like the like idea. Victoria, of, you'd of love it. Victoria. You'd love. Victoria. Well, I like the idea of it getting much more simple. Mm-hmm. You love. Yeah, you'd I think love that comes Victoria. with age too, though. You'd love yeah, Victoria. Maybe. You I would, I, I'm sure, yeah. Like I was always, I always where, considered myself a city. Where kid. Jesse lives sounds great. Um, Tofino. No. Uh, a lot of dead air here. Up into uh, BC, there. No, not not Nanaimo. Um, fuck, it doesn't matter. Was it these guys or was it Fitzsimmons when they talked about New York City when it was a, a scuzzhole? Shitty. It was the next one, I think. Okay. No, I think it was this one because he talked about how it wasn't Fitz. Wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't. It, was, it, he, yeah, it, was, it was this one because he talked about how in the 80s uh, they started fixing it up because you it it plays into your psyche. If you see broken windows and graffiti, you're more likely to think... The broken ah, window theory. Well, yeah, the broken window theory. You're more likely to be like, ah, no one around here gives a shit anyway. So they started slowly cleaning up New York by cleaning up the graffiti, uh, like boarding up windows and stuff. And then slowly people started feeling a sense of community and like, Oh, I shouldn't just throw my garbage on the ground. I shouldn't just piss here. I should, you know what I mean? It's, it's so slowly it started 
which is when, crazy. Uh, if, you think- if, it, if it seems like it's under control, then people are going to respect that control. But if it seems like it's out of control, people are going to act out of control. And it was something that was proven in New York City. When, yes. uh, when I was... I think eight- it was proven in Detroit was where it was first. I think that was... Sure, but I mean, the absolute, you're right, because they that's exactly what your point illustrates, right? And there's yeah. some part of it has to do with England, because Banksy talks about it. Um, when I was 17 or 18, me, <laughs> me, Brett, Johan, and Jesse went to North Carolina and then went to New York City on the way back. And when we went to Times Square, it was all titty bars. And we all went and grabbed this oh, fat yeah, black woman's as- titty. Like it was, it was so seedy Scuzzy, yeah. and like guys in rooms jerking off. And Dude, just Joey like- Diaz tells a story on Rogan about how he like left school, went to Times Square and he walked into one of those places and there was a guy sitting in a kiddie pool in a chair and he had a sign that said spit on me, piss on me, shit on me, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's... Oh, no, I believe it. That's I, all Times Square used to be. I think feel, about Hell's Kitchen. I feel fortunate that we got Hell's to see Kitchen? it like that. It was just so... Hell. It was yeah. so horrible. Like, uh, it's, And now if you go there, it's it feels like a weird Disneyland. You know what I mean? Oh, just yeah, all Times the signs, all the lights, all corporate. everything, like that whole... It's also safe. And you see there's so many movies, and you, you just get taken up with the Times Square feeling, but it was so scuzzy. Yeah, but it's good for New York. And man. that was now, right at the end, like, 93. It's... New York is now a safe place to be for the Absolutely. most part. If you're on the island, it, it was, used to just it used to be the most fucking dangerous place in the state. I think it's been safe for 15 years. Like, it has for I, sure. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Since well, I would say safer, more safe. since Giuliani, since he cleaned up all the homeless before people. he went senile. Simon, what's your next note there, buddy? Oh, Are we moving on? I have so many. Well, keep uh, yeah, get no. it going here because we're well. Out. It's okay because uh, there's not many for. Um, oh, was it all fits for fits? So, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what's the name? So we'll of, just take our shirt? time on. Uh, really, just super briefly, we don't have to talk about it at all. But I just thought it was interesting that um, the people who came over on the boats from you know Europe would have been the hardy people, the most adventurous to take on a voyage like that. You know what I mean? So chances are your ancestors, Matt, the Italians, you know, or whoever, mine too. Like those people who Irish, decided, yeah, thing. everyone, anyone, anyone that got on a fucking boat and came who over is here. willing to take that trip. Yeah. Those are hardy folk. That, Keep in mind too, we're not talking about a fucking about. luxury cruiser now. No, you're talking it, about the worst, dude, like, the you're shittiest eating, you know, depending on when you're coming over, you could be subsiding on rats. Like, and you were on that boat for like a month and a half. Yeah. They're pissing and shitting. Yeah. I mean, it's horrible. It wasn't, the, a, it wasn't the, a good trip. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, but you did it. And well, the crazy thing, too is doing it with one bag and like four dollars imagine like i mean even imagine doing it now family like imagine taking right now you and your whole family with four dollars getting on a boat and just landing somewhere well, that you it, know it nothing wouldn't be about. four bucks but like 400 bucks even. sure like it, it's crazy i can even imagine getting on a boat with my whole family let alone <laughs> yeah. it being a nice boat or it, that would be a luxury clu- cruise liner i wouldn't want no that. What are you guys talking about? Don't worry We're talking about, about coming it. over here. Did you even like listen to this episode? Yeah. You probably didn't get yeah, this There was far. a conspiracy. Th- no, no. No, are you this is, about immigration. They talked no. about stuff other than conspiracies. <laughs> they were talking about how the first people over here were a special breed of people because they were the type of people that were willing to risk it all. To leave, Absolutely. leave to get their on a homes, boat, leave get their, on a boat, yeah, come to a they land knew. they knew nothing about. That They had no family. I mean, keep in mind. They though, had no social media or anything. Let's also though. keep in mind. Let's also keep in mind. They were... You know, there was a lot of opportunity over here. It was here. do or die. 
Well, no, but there was a lot of like again. It was opportunity. They were told unknown. About. They could have got here. And I could, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's the case with a lot of them. I imagine. Yeah. You know. Did you think they were lazy? It it just it really had never occurred to me before. It was one yep. of those things I had always just taken for granted. And when he said it, I was like, "Yeah, that is so true." I also feel like if you were if you had any sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Moxie drive sure if you had any sort of like drive and you came to like new york in the 20s or the you know the 1910s i feel like it wouldn't have been that hard to you know create an industry or or make like i don't know if you just think about all the long-standing businesses in the states like a lot of them started in new york by a family of immigrants with nothing you know what i mean i just feel like you now it's tougher to like start a, a billion dollar or a million dollar corporation. I guess a billion dollar would be the equivalent. Yeah, I I really have no idea how hard that was or not. I don't either. Then, I'm just yeah. assuming that it would have been slightly easier back then. Kamar has no opinion on this. Uh, was there a matrix moment when they mentioned that uh, <laughs> Jeff Bezos is getting uh, divorced? No. Why is that a matrix? Didn't I mention that on the last podcast? Oh no! I did that on the fucking Amos podcast. I just been doing too much stuff. I'm sorry. Wow, you are. Listen, they can't all be Matrix now. moments. They're going to talk about things we, that we talk about that are in they, the popular. They did talk about Bezos. Like, yeah. Listen. What's crazy is he lives live in Washington a, State when you and live she in gets a half. Simulation. Everything is a Matrix moment. Yeah. But you just heard that, right? She's she's now the richest woman alive. Yeah, I knew that. Eighty billion. His ex. Yeah. Well, they live in Washington State, so it's fifty-fifty. And they have to. They remain, were together for twenty-five years. They have to remain friends because if they start fighting, then the stock just goes. Is that right? Yep. Do you read that? No, they said it on the podcast. Oh. Shermer says it. Says they have to remain friends. It's um, weird when you think about like when you think about rich people, you always like when you think about Jeff Bezos and you're like 180 billion. It's tough to wrap your head around the fact that a lot of that is wrapped up in stock because yeah. you always think about it like he's got 180 billion cash, but it's like he doesn't. I mean, I'm sure he has a lot of cash. Don't get me wrong. Did you see what the uh, Saints coach did? Nope. Yeah, I saw the the ones. He brought in 250 thousand dollars in cash in ones and a Super Bowl and uh, a trophy and a ring. And, and put case. it in a glass case. He said, win three more games and this is yours. Because that's how much they get if they win. And they, but Simon, it's 250000 in ones. In ones. Oh, it's, a, it's just a stack of cash. Great. It's probably four feet high. It's, it's quite the motivator. Yeah. <clears throat> so It's so bittersweet for me because I wanted, I hate Philadelphia and I fucking hate the Saints. So yeah. I just wanted someone to bomb that I'm fucking out stadium. I'm out week five. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay, let's tie this guy up for Fitzdog. No, we are not tying this up. Oh, no. We're not tying this okay. up. Because hey, Fitzdog is... I decide. Not, there's not, you don't decide. I oh, decide. oh, I thought you had lots of notes for Fitzdog. No, no I have tons of notes for no this notes and for no notes Please for proceed. Fitzdog. Please you proceed. didn't listen to Fitzdog. Yeah. So I did, like, I did. I, for the first got, half. You got halfway through. Um, he listened to five Let's talk a little bit about... worth. Let's talk about a little bit about Elron Hubbard. Because I think it's very funny that he decided to start his religion based on the tax break, right? Like he legitimately said, okay, whoa, religions get tax tax breaks. Hold on a second. Then he writes Dianetics. Yeah. I always, I didn't know that was the case. I always oh, thought he, this. Oh, wow. well, no, I knew a lot about it because I have watched, um, well, no, his famous quote is I'm going to start a religion. Right. But I thought, sorry, I thought that he had already written Dianetics no. and then somehow took it and like 
conformed it to become a religion. No, he was looking for a tax break, then wrote Dianetics, then started Scientology. Genius. That's like, crazy. <laughs> I mean, and, and here's what I'm going to say. Before I start shitting all over Scientology, I am going to say this, which is... <laughs> You know, Xenu and all of that shit. It's crazy. It's no crazier than the rest. But of it's them. no crazier than the rest of them, except. You should know about that anyways. You know, it's no level. crazier than the rest, except that it was created in the 60s. That, so there's is, no lure. There's no. And he like, lived on a mi- boat. There's no mysticism the, about it. This <laughs> is the thing. OK, so because it was so recent and, and the same can be said about Mormonism, but I think we'll talk about that in a second. Because it's much more recent, there's no chance that it got m- mis. Um, communicated yeah. in the, you know what I mean? Like no, we know that that's telling. what they meant yeah. and that's too much. When they say Moses split the Red Sea, in my head I can say, well, I know he didn't split the Red Sea. You're thinking it's like a game of telephone where Ex- over the over a 2,000 years of telling, it's exaggerated. Matt, to- right on the nose. Yeah. Whereas over 50 years of telling or in the case of uh, Mormonism, or sorry, well, no, Mormonism is like a hundred years. I'm sorry, whatever. Of, yeah. Very short time though, and of Scientology, twenty five years or thirty years, whatever it is. The point is, we had a printing press for both Mormonism and Scientology. Point we is, weren't writing on for plaques. Mormonism in their churches. Their stained glass has a guy wearing a business suit, and that's no joke. Yeah, I know. He is getting the tablets in a suit. So. Anyways, okay, so now back to Scientology for a second. So, um, <laughs> Leah Ramini it does Remini. an episode. Uh, okay, Ramini. 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 Yeah. She was on the Rogan podcast. He, she was on the Rogan podcast episode number. Kamar, you're going to look that up. I left it blank because I didn't look it up. But it's an am- a co-producer credit for this show. It's an, Google am- it. It's an amazing one because Joe knows her a little bit from um king of queens yeah he's friends with kevin Kevin james James, exactly so you can totally tell that he's remembering back to when he knew her yeah and things that he might not have noticed then but he's noticing now i just i totally picked that up during that podcast you should go back and listen to it if anybody's listening out there it is an amazing one yeah that'd be episode 908 908 and then her show on A&E is also very good. Mm-hmm. And Expose. There's been a bunch of them on uh, Scientology. But the best documentary I've ever seen is Coming, this. Going is Clear. Going Coming, clear. Yeah, going yeah. clear. It is that's, so yeah. fucking well, that's good. A documentary. It is so good. All about those Scientologists. Um, What's his name? Did they Fiskovitz. say Germany wasn't down with Scientology in this or something? Germany banned it. Germany, you yeah, can't so have that, any cults in Germany. And that's that, awesome. And I thought that was yeah, cool. And that just brings me back well, that, to something. Well, they yes and no, though. But hold on, it's cool. It, I mean, it's cool. But they're also then saying like, well, the rest of them aren't cults, but this one is, and it's kind of like, eh. Listen, no. if you're going to agree, I'm sorry. If you're going to agree in one religion, you got to let them all go. There's no fucking way you can say just because this one's 2,000 years old and was passed down on tablets, it's good. Germany just doesn't trust themselves. But they have a religious so tax they don't and you want... have to quit the religion. You have to resign. Well, that I like. Well, your money goes to your religion. That's crazy. Your, your tax money yeah, goes to your religion. And they, that's that's insane. And they're like, Scientology too far. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, we're going to take money from the government to pay every fucking religion. Except this one, because we think this one's batshit crazy. Well, again, powerful Germany. We don't know if there are. We don't know the other ones that Germany. Did you just say powerful Germany? We don't know oh the. We don't know the other ones that Germany doesn't let in. 
I don't know if they're they let Mormons in. I haven't looked into that at all. Uh, Mormonism so. doesn't stretch past the U.S. I'm okay. almost certain. Well, no, no, all it doesn't I'm, bother me, but it's a all fucking I'm hassle having eight wives. Is actually that's wrong. That statement I just made has to be wrong. It is wrong for the sure. Church of Latter Day Saints. Well, they the definitely Mormons. have them in Mexico. No, and they send missionaries everywhere. They, the book I've seen, the yeah. Book of Mormon. They Their whole thing is they send missionaries everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so what was? But that what I meant to say was Mormonism is based. Predominantly in the states, but they're cool people, man, and predominantly in Utah, for that matter. And they weren't even mad at the Book of Mormon. <laughs> you know what's crazy? And it's I totally, PR. I totally forgot this, but this is absolutely the case: is that South Park was the first one to really bring Scientology. How crazy Scientology is! To did light. you see that episode? I did. Yeah. The best part of the episode is that for the whole telling of of the Scientology religion, they have to put at the bottom of the screen. This is not a joke. This That's is right. what they believe. Yep. It's there for the entire telling of the history of Scientology. It says, this is not a joke. This is what they believe. Because it's South Park and you'd be like, well, this can't yeah, be real. Right. It's a cartoon. You know what of I mean? course you're like, not going to believe you'd it. You'd be like, well, yep. this is what they do. They yep. make up batshit crazy shit to make us laugh and good on you. That's right. When in reality, they're not even exaggerating. They're I feel just, that show is the only funny show. Well, no, like that are really that's going more, there. That's you know what I mean? More than funny. That's like real when you know uh, cartoons leak into social. Uh, You're forgetting the craziest part of that week. episode, though. The craziest part of that episode was the fallout from it. The craziest part is that they had already cut up every single religion on the planet, and Isaac Hayes had been on since day one. He played chef from episode one. Is he a Scientologist? He's a Scientologist. Oh, he left the show. Here. That is too much. I Rest totally forgot that. No, he left. Yeah, no, no. That's that's. And there amazing. was, a, and they 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 released a press release to him, pretty much being like, "You're a fucking hypocrite." Yeah, you sat here much. and watched us lambaste every, every other, other religion, religion yep. and now we're gonna just we're and they, they didn't even lambaste them. We told people what you guys believe. Well, well, he was probably pressured by the church to do that. The funniest, Either way. the fun. Oh, of course he was pressured by the church. The funniest part about it, though, is that up until that point, because you know Scientology has some really good parts about it, right? Like they want you to be a good person. Listen, every religion has to have good parts. Uh, of it has to, right? Of course. But what I'm saying is, we had only when somebody had mentioned a Scientologist before that. I mean, I knew nothing about them, but if you knew anything, it was like. Only good stuff, you know what I mean? It was that really broke the seal, because it's after that 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 documentary comes out. Oh, way after, way, way after, after, yeah. That. Well, I don't know if he had already written the book though. Yeah, but it's listen. The reason South Park did it is because a lot of Scientologists started coming forward. The ones that were high up, once they got to read that book or the the thing they give you once you reach that level, yeah, that tell that gives yep. you the history. Ramini, <laughs> excuse <got> me, it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. A lot of them once they read that. That's when you find sat out back about, and we're like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. I've been duped. So that's when that's when people started realizing, and that's when South Park was like, oh my god, this they is- weren't members though. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. they had inside yeah, yeah. info, and they were like, and well, then we've I mean, it's very this. interesting that then they do the, I mean, not the exact same thing, but very similar with Book of Mormon. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I understand. It's amazing. The, it's I saw incredible. it. I saw it front row. Yeah, you guys both saw it. But uh, what they what they point out in it is even if. The Church of Scientology loses all these members because they own they own half of LA. There's they're so rich now. Oh, they say that on the podcast. Yeah, I yeah, thought you were yeah. telling me something they said in, in the Book, Book of, of Mormon. Oh no, no, it's I, like I, they talk about Scientology in the Book of Mormon. But that's no, nothing. But they own a, they own a bunch of LA. The fucking Catholic Church. I think owns, I like, have the Queen owns most of Manhattan. What? No, or two percent of Manhattan. 
two percent of the really? Manhattan like huh. island. I believe it. Which they, is two percent is a lot. Well, they if you consider what all that real maybe estate that's Central worth. Park. Maybe that's two percent of Manhattan. No, no. But what I'm saying is no. I'm saying just percentage wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying area. is if you if you added together the combined value of all the property in Manhattan, it's such an astronomical number. Jeff Bezos can afford it. No. He gen- I, I, I genuinely I don't think he could. Well, remember in uh, the Jinx, they talk about the Dursts. Like the fucking eight buildings they own are worth like a stupid amount of money. Yeah. No, the Book of Mormon is hilarious, so I, I go see it. Yeah, I would too. They almost, they almost have an EGOT. Sorry, sidebar. Yeah, they do almost have an EGOT. Yeah, they're that's, one shy of the EGOT. That's funny. Simon and I did the whole EGOT test the other day. But I mean, a guy dying and then rising again three days later. That doesn't seem any more crazy than, no. you know, uh, I mean, it, it seems less crazy than the, the only reason it thing, seems less crazy is because at least it's based on earth on human beings. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason it if seems it had, less crazy. if it, if he died, the aliens made him rise, then it would be on par with Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, just the whole I like mean, them dropping the souls he, in the he volcanoes was a of science Hawaii. fiction writer. Yeah. Of course, his religion is going to have to do with aliens yeah like I, i'd be shocked if it didn't but you've heard this many times uh, i did Rogan, yeah, but simon adding Rogan aliens about Hubbard. adding aliens I love talking okay, about sorry, adding about aliens is yeah, just ridiculous. such is a ridiculous. brazen level of stupidity like you have like you really got to think people are stupid that it's not it's not stupidity it's almost like a uh, hubris you know what no, i no, mean it's like the hitler thing people are more likely to believe the bigger the pe- people are more likely to believe a what's, what's the quote Fuck, I got to Google it. Either way, Hitler had a quote about people are more likely to believe. I don't know believe. why you're quoting Hitler. Well, because <laughs> it plays into this. It's like they couldn't convince he people was that to pay. People are more likely to believe a, a bigger big lie, lie than, than a small, small one. one. So th- that's my argument is that uh, L. Ron Hubbard. Up and to a point. You know. No, you'd think. But the, the added bonus of Scientology is you have to pay money. So now you're invested. So you believe it even more, like? But well, it's, no, the, it's, it's almost social compliance. No, no. What they're smart about is they do it, and again, I'm going to bring it to video games. They do like a like you have to get leveled up, and you keep leveling up, yeah. and you want to get higher and higher and status, that costs money, and social and, status. And yeah, just, of course. And if you're a completionist, you're going to go for the fucking of course, level eight. Saying, yeah. And did they sue someone for copyright? Because they they when the level eight came out or something, they tried to do. I think they were talking about that. Anyways, yeah, Scientology's fucked up, but reach. Tom Cruise, famous Scientologist. Jason Lee, famous Scientologist. Jason Lee, yeah, that's that one hurts, dude. There's a lot that, that one hurts. hurts there's personally. a lot of them. I know, me too. When I when you find out Jason Lee, you're like, fuck. But there's a lot, man. There's a lot of ones where you find out. Juliet you're like, How? Lewis is a huge one. Did you already say that? I didn't. No, I only got through. Nice that job, one Simon. Name, but I think that's why well, Steve Barra and keep, her broke keep up. Keep listing them. Steve Barra went out with Juliet Lewis. They're married. Shut the fuck up, like the skateboarder yeah, guy? like the barracks, Steve Barrack. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah man. Get out of here. I swear to God. That is such a weird pair. Hollywood's like that, though. But if you're he's, a big, not a, he's not a Scientologist. No, 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 no. But if you're a big skater in LA, you you're you bump elbows with yeah. those types. Like Eric Costin, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Do you want to list some more uh, Scientologists? No, I, th- I, th- I thought we were trying to... G- you have more notes after... Th- so many. Come so, on. yeah. I will I say this, know. Simon. Kamar like wants this. out of here so bad. No, I want out of Scientology. Simon, real quick, <laughs> out of the Scientology. Uh, yeah. There's a Space Invader piece on the Scientology building in, L- in LA. Sh- really? Yeah. That's fucking rad. It's like three stories up, too. He really put in you work to put that You know what's shitty about that, though? 
It just makes on. their building worth more money. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, there was part of me that was like, Fuck. it would be like Banksy could do the most amazing, you know, anti uh, Scientology piece on the side of yeah, that and building, and he just ups and their value by yeah. like billions. Yeah. They're like, thank you. It's a catch twenty two. Anyway, we'll move off of this. Uh, do you have any more Shermer notes? Because we're at two hours, just, basically. Yeah, no, I do. Okay. Um, let me just. <laughs> I knew before we before we get off of, uh, before we get off of this for a second. Um, are there aliens involved in Mormonism? Oh my God! Of course there are. There are right. The whole no, 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 no. It's not aliens. No, I think it is aliens. No, it's not aliens. It's John Smith went out into the forest and had like a premonition. I'm I'm almost positive. The golden tablets. <sighs> the golden tablets, but it's not aliens. It's the golden tablets. And then this is the best part. I Simon. think there's aliens. The best part is he. They explained to him how to translate these tablets. And his wife is the best person in the whole story. His wife, knowing that he's full of shit, uh, gets rid of the transcription and goes, well, you knew how to translate it. You can just do it again. And then he goes, I got to go back to the forest. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then he goes back to the forest. But wait. And he was 14 sorry, or something. I think, he, I think he does find ancient alien tablets buried Are the in tablets the alien? Yeah. Okay, I think that's, that's where it. the aliens come in. So then he... Um, and then Jesus comes to America in their religion. Yeah, and, and our, he meets good and bad Indians. No, he's just killed by the Indians, which no, is no, why but, they're but red. They are both good and bad Indians. I don't know what what makes them. No, I thought it was bad. just that Jesus came to America. No, it was Jesus was born in America in the Mormon book. In the Book of Mormon, Jesus was born in America, and the natives killed him, which is why they got turned red. Okay. I wish I had my fucking phone We apologize phone on. to any Mormons listening to this show that Matt just butchered the retelling of your religion. Yeah, send us an email, please. We really want to know. So basically, um, then he comes over here and they have tons of wives. End of story. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> just get to your Shermer notes. Kamara's fucking dying over here. <coughs> Excuse um, me. Uh, Is there another joint? Yes, it, it there is. Can um, I fire Lordy, that up? Lordy, yeah. Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Can you throw it to me? The, thanks, Simon. Oh, great joint, Simon. Another really good Joe truism, we'll call it, um, where Joe speaks the truth. Yeah. In the book of O Joe, mm-hmm. um, is we don't know what happens when we die. Like, we don't know if there's heaven or hell, and that idea seems crazy to a lot of people that, you know, it's not just nothingness, like he was talking about, Kamar. Yeah. But no matter how crazy that is, the idea that there's heaven, it's no more crazy than human beings, right? Like, how crazy it is just every day doing what we do. Yeah, life's a gift. For no point. Like, we have no idea why we're doing what right. we're doing. Yes, or, there's no means to an end. There's nothing. Hurling or, on the rock. Or even, like, the fact that your brain is working and your eyes work and we're talking to each other. Like, it's just all so nuts. Yeah, well, I was thinking about that. There's a delay, right? Between you and me? Between what we see. Like, it it has to go into your eyebrow like like right. it, it takes nanoseconds but so what you see isn't what you see and everyone else is different some people are colorblind no, whatever yeah i totally thought about that you're forgetting too that what you see is actually just your brain tricking you into seeing 
the only the things that you're supposed to see a bounce back reflection yeah no what i'm talking about is like there's particles in the air that we that your brain has turned off but your right. your eyes could you see maybe yeah, no do. no that you that you do see but your brain has deemed it useless over evolution so you don't see it anymore yeah that that was that was the heaviest thing i think he talked about in this episode but just the way we see things in nothing I mean, the whole idea of like you die and, you, and building it's not seven. even dark, you see nothing and, and building seven. Yeah. We never talked about that, Simon, building seven. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about building seven because. Uh, well, yeah. So he said it was I just got simply. It right here, tower he seven. said it was simply that there was a diesel, like massive old diesel tanks in the basement. Um, but again, my contention is how do these diesel tanks in the basement catch fire three blocks away? Even when the buildings come down. Yeah, I don't know. My whole thing on 9-11 without wanting to offend anyone or you know what I mean is just, again, there's a conspiracy in there somewhere. I don't know where it is, but there is oh, listen, for sure. I'll send you back to Sam Chipley. The latest one has got you covered. No, no. Well, I, I mean, the I just, conspiracy. I don't know if it's the building. I don't know if it was a, an inside job, Like I, but something about it. There's well, there let's for talk sure about the first, first let's talk it. about not and I don't want to dwell on 9/11 yeah. cuz I don't think it was an inside job. And I don't know there was some fuckery it. obviously. The fact that Bush sent all the Saudis back during the no-fly time. Right. Is crazy. But we knew about that. Well, Michael Moore talked about for that. For sure they knew. Like the, the them all leaving the sinking ship should tell you that, you know? You could argue they did it for safety. I forgot that. Uh, that is one massive coincidence. Why safety? They had no idea the Saudis were involved. Well, you could argue. First of all, they knew. So they I mean, knew there. You just cracked on something. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm going to say this. First of all, they knew there were going to be attacks. They had multiple warnings that planes were going to be used on U.S. soil on that day for attacks. So we know that across the board. That's been. That's been released. Yeah, no, I. Uh, where, so yes. you could argue that there's a conspiracy right there. That if they knew. Right. Sorry, I, I'm just still on the Saudis there. Like for sure. Look, them leaving a day before. No, this it was the happened? day after, Simon. Oh, it was the day after. It was the day because they had grounded. That was the big thing. Every flight out of continental USA was grounded, except for the one flight, mm-hmm. a private jet filled with Saudis. So what's the theory there? I don't know the theory. I'm just saying it definitely is fishy as fuck when the president of the United States yeah. officially no, sanctions no, I, one I, plane to leave the U.S. I'm just trying to think like, so they all want to leave because they're worried about the blowback? Is that... Uh, well, no, That's what I, I would assume. Listen, the fact is, is the U.S., when the U.S. is on lockdown trying to figure out who attacked them, they actively sent back a group that should have been questioned. Well, I mean, or that, the Saudis if have been they able, are actually trying to figure Saudis out who attacked them, able to do because what, yeah, maybe yeah, they already sure. knew who sure. attacked them. What I want to ask, I want to stay with this, but Michael Moore, when he, do you guys remember Fahrenheit died eleven? Yeah. Um, was he a kook? Because I think I remember wanting to believe him so bad, and he was like a hero. The problem is Michael Moore is one of those one-sided filmmakers. Right now, like when I watch that, I don't remember that documentary. I can't. Uh, I remember. It. I've but seen. He too basically many pointed the finger at who? I think at George Bush and the administration. Well, he said the administration mo- more than likely had enough knowledge that they could have stopped it. Yes, yes. Well, he like does beyond that a reasonable motive. Now to- that we know that we made Osama bin Laden, like we've we created him. Not we them. 
We're Canadian. Sorry. CIA. Again, I'm just talking about human beings. The CIA. Uh, sorry. I'm, uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, you take it aside. I was talking about Americans. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we are talking about Americans. The U.S. made... Uh, the CIA. Osama, the CIA made Osama, Osama bin, bin Laden. Laden. Yes. I mean, that makes a lot of dominoes fall into place as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fishy. Like, you didn't have that information back on 9-11, so... What's crazy too was the I didn't I didn't know about that the insurance dispute as to whether it was one yeah, act or two and it would have been a difference between eh? like a hundred and eighty billion dollars or something like. Did Shermer talked about? Yeah, that. they talked about that. <laughs> That's but, why I brought it up. It was yeah, Shermer yeah. that. Now I yeah. think um, Michael Moore is a crazy fat lesbian. He looks like it, you know. But back then I thought he was somebody. Now I think he's a moron. Well, remember what a so big deal Bowling for me. Columbine was when it came out. Mm, yeah. Well, that, there had never that was been at anything gun like that stuff, before. Eh? No, but just that kind of like in your face. Um, well, that was kind of the rebirth of real documentaries. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, Roger and Me was his like, first one. Yeah, but what I'm saying was before no, before Bowling for Columbine. It was a huge documentary. Before Bowling for Columbine. You, 20-year-olds didn't watch documentaries. Right, exactly. Documentaries were things on PBS where they were about like the spotted duck-billed hair. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't documentaries about in- intriguing things so much. Now like Netflix, most it's of their, like their good shit. Yeah, like yeah. people love documentaries. It wasn't, it well, wasn't as much a thing back do- then. Documentaries are like reality TV for smart people. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Agreed. Unless they have reenactments. I just Fuck pulled them. that out of my ass. Anyway, my point was just I don't think nine eleven. I don't think nine eleven was an inside job, but I definitely think. Um, and here's my other thing: I don't like the <coughs> like. He was like, "What are we supposed to believe that the that the CIA went in and like planted all this shit?" Like, for you to believe that the CIA has a lot of people in the states actively doing shit is <coughs> very plausible. So, like, I. Uh, my point is, if they're aware that there's going to be attacks, so they know, okay, we're going to be attacked today. Maybe we can, maybe we can maneuver some things the way we want, like building, like building seven, for example. So, in the middle of all this chaos, maybe they lock building seven down. A CIA operative goes in with all the right credentials, and he lights a fire in the right place or plants one explosive. I like- absolutely used to think um, not, and now I am just like, yeah, maybe for sure. I'm not saying okay. for sure. I'm no, just no, no, no. I, I just mean, I mean, for sure, as in something was fishy. I don't know what part of it Suspect. was. Just, I mean, you're, we're also forgetting that they locked down everything south of 14th Street for months. So lower Manhattan, anything below Union Square. So if you've been to New well, York. Well, what does that I, have to do with it? Well, I mean, they no, could. No, but what's the conspiracy theory there? Well, I just there they were saying they locked it down for health concerns like asbestos and stuff like that. But I'm just saying if you can do whatever, all of the the world's finances lie in Lower Manhattan. So now they can do whatever they want. They had closed. They doors. had a couple of months to do whatever they wanted down there. Is all I'm saying. And Building Seven, if you look at it, is a couple blocks away from the World Trade Center One and Two, and it went down. The whole building collapsed because of a fire. That's all I'm saying. It's fishy. And there's a report that just came out that there's a lot of people who are just trying to die from inhalation. So they, they didn't shut it out good enough or get people out enough. Well, no. Any first responder. First responders. Any first yeah. responders no, were just breathing in fucking asbestos. So were people just on the side of the road. You can see them because you can see them through the dust. Like, Yeah. I mean, listen, if you were on, if you were in Manhattan that day and if you were probably anywhere like below Times Square, there's a good chance you inhaled a ton of shit you shouldn't have. Like, dude, all those videos of people That's the first and hopefully fucking- last time you ever get to see something like that. It was just insane the way the dust just took over. 
Oh, that I hope I hope no one ever has to win. But you know, we talk about it too. Like I'm sure people in the Middle East get bombed every day. So mm-hmm. I know it's not two massive well, towers no, those coming down. Towers and watching... coming down created dust. Like no, I'm not talking about the dust. Just on a physical level. I'm just talking about like there are major cities in the world where massive bombs get dropped. Oh yeah, every Kamar was day. yeah uh, totally. Kamar was talking about the dust though, right? The just actual, the dust. No, I know. Uh, I'm even talking about just listen. I, what I was saying was I was thinking about myself and like how 9/11 that whole day was just insane and it's like etched into my mind. I've seen some really big bombs go off in Iraq, like in the middle of a city or something. You're like, yeah, that yeah, caused in a, damage. In a marketplace. That's what I'm whatever. saying. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I saw a video the other day of the U.S. dropping a 500 pound bomb accidentally on their own troops it lands like Yikes. it lands so close and dude they're all these americans are free. they're like what the fuck obviously they almost but then they show the video from like 10 kilometers away and you really see how big this bomb was you're like holy fuck how often are we dropping those things every goddamn day yeah anyway i don't anyway. think 9-11 was an inside job i you just w- think there's some fishy shit there you want to move on from 9-11 for sure Oh, when I moved to New York, I got caught in a in a nine eleven was an inside job rally with my mom. Oh, jeez. Well, we're just walking. Welcome to New York. City. We're just walking, and there's this big like crowd, and my mom's like, "Oh, they seem, they all seem very amped up. Let's see what the deal is." Next thing we know, we're in front of a bank yelling, 9-11 was an inside job." Anyway, we'll move on. We got to get to Fitzdog because we're at two hours, and we don't want to fucking do this to people. And we don't do Fitzdog, but yeah, he um he gone. stole a Bill Hicks joke, eh? Who? Well, Bill Hill's joke is when you become president, you say you're going to do all this stuff, and they bring you in a room, and then they show you a different angle of the Zapruder film. Yeah, yeah, they show, show you, you all this. Yeah. And they're talking about the military-industrial complex, and that'd be what they I would define as what is deep state, if that exists. But he, that's what his theory was. They they touched on Trump a bit. But that was a Bill Hicks, Hicks bit, and I'm surprised Joe didn't call him out on it. Well, I got to say, too, I think they brought it up like, Imagine if Trump now has all that info. They have to kill him when he's done. Yeah, well, he's th- not the kind of person that you could just let back into society with all that info. I like, want him to get impeached and be like, "We didn't go to the moon." <laughs> I got answers. He drops it. I got him. answers. <laughs> Sorry, that's Simon that's okay. loves it. That's all right, Simon. What's your last Sherman point? You no, got one more. No, that's ridiculous. Oh what my you god, have in there, you have there two can't... more pages. No, no, no. Okay. Couple more points, then we can move on. Holy um, fuck! I don't wow. want to. Waste one was, uh, and this goes back to the Bible. Don't have to talk about very interesting quote that Joe makes. Um, that the Bible is actually the ancient Wikipedia, which is so true, right? People adding and adding and adding to the story mm-hmm. over time. Yeah, sure. Yep, I guess absolutely. Yeah. Back from that. Although I trust um, Wikipedia more than I trust the Bible. Bezos, Teal, the Google guy, um, all investing in uh, the Koch brothers, life, all life. investing in life, um, um, el- elongation, not no, cereal. no, living long, living <laughs> hey. longer. Mikey likes it. That, um, I mean, if you want to live longer, I guess that uh, gives you a little hope for the future because those no, guys have a lot of cash. Yeah, but that just makes me think that once they figure that out, they're going to keep it for no, they're going to make the more money people. off it, man. No way. You're crazy. You're crazy. You you want to live Why longer? Why would the richest people in the world... Are you be- saying you want to live longer? Um, Healthfully longer? Yeah. And no, you, Kamar. You're hoping these guys are going to help you? Yep. Well, what, <laughs> well, what they're investing... getting the right amount of sleep. Kamar, what they're investing in, though, is also rejuvenating, you know, so you, yeah. you, would, you would lose 20 years in looks, and you would feel 20 years younger, and then you would live to 150. Or well, you guys need that already. I'm all right. I don't want to live to 150. Yeah, I don't want to live long. Dude, if I live another... 
120 years. That means, you know how many more people there's going to be on this earth? It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, the that's ra- sort of the race they, war that's coming. That was the most oh. interesting they talked about. If you die, you don't know it. Like, you just yeah. don't know it. Yeah. I feel bad for my family, but I wouldn't know that I was feeling bad because I don't know anything because I'm dead. Well, no, exactly. But, but you, you know now that they would feel bad. So, But Simon, you realize the that if we, if we live 100 more years, Kamar and those cornrows are going to have, he's going to have to choose a side and he's going to have to kill us. Yeah. We're going to be the first to go. For sure. Because no. they're going to say to him, Kamar, you have to sacrifice. That's not even after living an extra We're going to be in years. some that'll abandoned. Be, that'll or be long before that. Some remote right wing camp. <laughs> and you guys are fucking faking it out because they want to get you. I love when Joe tries to tell Jamie how to look something up on uh, Google or yeah, on dude, the this computer. is his job. He's it's adorable, older. man. He's sounding older. It's like, uh, just go and uh, type in this. And uh... <laughs> Jamie was on fire this week. He, he was had so stuff pulled on, up. He was so the... on fire. He, he dropped w- the ball once for me. Oh my god! Wow, you even Kamar if he did, unreal. you keep that information to yourself. No, I, I don't know. This really got me. Wasn't one of your New Year's re- resolutions to not fuck with Jamie anymore? No, no, I, I, I dropped the ball. I mean, I, I, I didn't say he failed, but it just he did something that annoyed me. And well, what um, was it? Fuck, say it. Yeah. Well, it was at the Fitzsimmons episode. Okay, well, we'll save it for Fitzsimmons. <laughs> oh, my then. God. Are we going to get there? A funny experiment when they send the people into the insane <laughs> asylum Jesus. and then see how long until they can get let out. Yeah, no, when they send sane people. Yeah, sane yeah. people to see how effective the... Um, the treatment actually is. To or? see how well they are at spotting how people yeah. are actually crazy or not. And they're not good. They're not the good at all. Yeah, no, that was the point. Um, but if you take the uh, Royal Ottawa, for example, like you can admit yourself if you have a drug problem. So it's not necessarily like you're crazy. You could just admit yourself. They admit you to a different part of the hospital. You're not I in guess, there. Yeah, you're it's the not like ward. in the movies where you're in there with a fucking guy who's eating Nurse his Ratchet. own, you know, finger or uh, toenails and stuff. Um, <laughs> China I, is a de- is developing an elevator to space. Did you guys no, catch that? No, it failed. Or Japan? Japan? And the space elevator, that, that's like a super old thing. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, they tried. Whatever. So what? Have you seen Skyladder? Elevator right to space? Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, that was, that's what they wanted. Like a, a structure. I love how. Hold on. Right Let's also space. stop. Let's also stop and talk about how Joe must have been so high because he goes, "Do you think we could build a building up to space?" Like, yeah. Joe, what the fuck is wrong <laughs> yeah, with you? He did like, ask that. How fucking high are you? No, of course. Well, I was just asking that, so we can't. Obviously. Obviously. Listen, if we could, do you not think someone would? So how is the elevator even? Uh, why was that heavy. even a concept they were throwing around? You can imagine it. You can make it, man. They're All just right. gonna make it. All right. yeah, but they way. got it. They got on the moon. So that's different. It is different, but they did it, and we didn't. <laughs> um, no. <Whatever>. So <laughs> okay, last question Again, to Canada close send out, anyone to the fucking um, moon. to close out this episode. Sure. What uh, conspiracy theories do you guys believe in? Well, for me, it's obviously my my Scarlet Letter. Well, the, the moon. moon. But now, now yes. we can get everything out on the table. Like, are there any other big ones that you uh, will uh, buy into? I'd be better. Do you believe this? Do you believe that? I Why don't we start with you, Simon? You you asked the question. Okay, you well, believe in Bigfoot. I believe in Bigfoot. And, and you're steadfast in that. You're and, 100% and Bigfoot. And with Bigfoot, exists. I am, you know, I'm pretty sure it's that a bear. I'm being ridiculous and yet i still want to believe aliens i absolutely believe not for you know it's not i'm not being ridiculous i believe that there are aliens maybe not in the way that it's been told to us you believe in out in elf in extraterrestrial life force yes okay 
Yep. And uh, what other? I, I definitely believe in the um, ancient civilizations. I mean, I will buy. I don't right think that's a that. conspiracy theory. What, what what ancient civilizations are we talking about here, though? Like the Mayans? Atlantis? No, no, no. Like uh, yeah, like Atlantis. They say that uh, um, ancient Egypt uh, was, you know. 2,000 years after. You think it was 50,000 Well, years I think ago. there were people living much longer before than that. They were wiped out and then, you know, had to And you're not talking Neanderthals. Again. You're talking no, like no, a whole other I'm talking race about like, like Atlantis, maybe. Beings. Maybe not Atlantis like the way they write about it, but you're something like that. You're talking about people like, like us living now wiped out. Ancient civilizations um, who were maybe much more advanced than we are being totally wiped out by some cataclysmic event. Um, some of them being left over like they would after some sort of apocalypse. And those people would then begin living with the new people who started passing on their ancient wisdom. And maybe that's how the pyramids were built. I think they were built by Jews. So dumb. Weren't they the slaves? Unenlightened. Was it Jews in, in Egypt that built the pyramids? Well, if you believe that's how the pyramids were built. Oh. I mean, what if the so Jews that's what you believe in the Bible? Because I, I, I. That's that's the go. That's what they want you to believe. Yeah. Well, I would like to believe the other. Yeah. Well, but I, I, I respect Jews for building the pyramids well, in the meantime. I'm, I'm glad that you respect so, the Jews. I, we appreciate it. What have they built since then? Well, you don't. You, you drop the hammer after Is, the fucking pyramids, bro. Israel? Israel? Okay. Mm. Sure. Yeah. No. I a, a lot of banks, a <laughs> lot of famous people's movie careers. I'm still impressed by oh! the pyramids. Hey, all right, can we fuck it? Oh, wait, yes, Kamara, what, what conspiracies right do you believe in, other I, than the moon? Yeah, I, I, ask me one. Yes, like I can't. No, I didn't ask. I, oh, okay, whatever. I, I don't know. Well, the moon. And oh, we should rid them down and the ask moon me. and flat, yes or no. Yes flat or no. Earth. I mean, you flat Earth. I, said I, I, I believe the world's round. You believe I the just world's round? See how I believe it's an apple core. What are other big ones though, Matt? Doctor, the results. That are important that you don't believe in. You know what I mean? Like, what, what do you mean? Well, like the moon. To me, I think we're living one, in a simulation. I think it's important. You believe we're living in a simulation? Yeah. Like at you, this point, really, you truly contend that? I mean, I again, there, there's absolutely zero like proof. Yeah, the simulation. To, the simulation. That's a. Neither of you believe in heaven. Theory. No. I want to. What do you think happens when you die, Matt? I believe like the Lutherans that that's it. Just lights out. Yeah, this is Boom. all you have. So lights out, meaning that like you're not aware of anything after that, right? No, like it's not lights nothing. out, that it's ultimate ends. black. Yeah. You're just done. That's it. Just like you're a dead person in a box, you're dead. Yes. So when they do, when you do mushrooms, you for sure don't <clears throat> believe that you're tapping into like a new dimension. Because if there was another dimension, then that's where you could possibly be going when you die. That could right? be heaven. Right. No, I think yeah. I think if anything, yeah. when you're doing yeah. mushrooms, you're just seeing more of the world that's around you that your brain, like I said earlier, 10 minutes ago, has just turned off be from years of evolution. Did he say 10 minutes ago, like telling me I should listen more to him? No, I didn't say oh. it like that. No, like I was I just saying, no, like I was thinking about it. Like I, I just said it like I... I because I, I sometimes these podcasts get, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm like, maybe no I saw that's what so. you want, though. You want to uh, die and then sort of come through in a new I, dimension. I would very much love to believe that there's like a it's heaven. What you want, it's what you, you know want. To believe, what yeah. I mean? Well, that's the whole point of religion, right? That's why people believe anything really is the end part, right? It's that what happens when you die, it, there's somewhere good to go to. That's why I'm going to be good. 
And if there isn't, then you would just live any way you wanted. But it's like there's. I mean, that itself seems like a simulation, though, because think about the logistics of it. So, you die when you're 80. In heaven, are you 20? Do you look your best? Well, they talked about this. They say 30, 33 is like the age of yeah, what Yeah, well, that's you what they say heaven. because that's when Jesus died. You're well, 30. So that they, makes sense. I buy that one. Well, that's there cool. there you go. But okay, my problem but, is... So wait, but then, so everyone's 30. What if you didn't make it to 30? What if you died when you were young? Then they do what you would have looked like when you were 30. Okay, is Chico going to be there? Uh, probably not. I don't if you think, want him to be there, I don't think dogs are in heaven. I think they have their own. Heaven. All so dogs go to heaven. Sucks. But again, so right away, that I sucks. I don't know. Maybe they are there. I like that he doesn't ask for anybody in his family. Well, no, it's implied that other humans are there. I'm. At, I was asking more well, about. Wait, like, what if we? Okay, let's just say we were brothers. Sure. But you believed in one thing, and I believed that you know you believe in heaven, but I don't believe in heaven. Am I in heaven with you because that's your heaven and you would want me there? Well, or do it I depends. not end do up you in believe, heaven? Well, no. I, I mean, don't know. These are all questions that can't be answered. Well, no. So if you believe in heaven, you would have to believe that someone is wrong. That I, when it ends. I don't know if I believe in heaven, but I want there to be a heaven. Well, Does we all want sense? there to be a heaven, of well, course. Well, then, then you believe in it, right? No. Well, I believe in the idea of it because we're humans and we've made up we this ha- imaginary we have, perfect place. We have place. zero idea as to what happens when we die. Let me give you an example. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, no, just hold on. The gloves are off. Can I give you a quick example? Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, it's Muslims, right? They believe you get 72 virgins if you martyr That's yourself. That's correct. Okay. So, let's do the math on 72 divided by eternity. And let's work out whether that number is chill oh, or not. No, they got a raw deal for sure. So, but, but that's their heaven. I'm asking oh, okay, you, but, your but you heaven. understand what I'm saying is like, so eternity, um, the idea of eternity, first of all, fucking sucks, especially if you know it's eternity, right? Okay. I would imagine. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. You're looking at it too clinically. If heaven is just the greatest place ever, there is no time. It, it's I know, just but that's my point is these all seem forever. Or not. Okay. or not. So there we go. So come on, or whenever, you, or whenever the, you get bored you, of it. Well, we don't. You can't we don't. have the sweet without the sour. So what I'm saying is, maybe this is. But heaven. you can't. That's what I was maybe. trying to say. You keep cutting me off. If well, we believe in the heaven, we must believe in a hell. Yes. You know what or I mean. Sure. And, or and not. People are going to both places in droves. I don't understand. So, I don't necessarily understand that concept if you believe in heaven then you have to believe in hell i don't necessarily you have okay so what we all go to how do you maybe how do you know it's good well then that fucking sucks no No, no, his belief doesn't suck it's great for him i i get what you're saying it seems unfair but if at the end life is about up and downs if at the if at the end of everything there is a heaven okay it's an amazing place it's just a party all the time and we get there and people who don't deserve to be there are there you're still having the best time ever. That's not going to change. It's heaven. Because you'd begrudge them otherwise. There is no begrudging. You have no ill feeling. It's heaven. Yeah. See, this is all just bullshit. It literally, it's like the old Wu-Tang line. It's whatever you want it to be. No, it's a metaphor for life. Heaven is what you make it. Hell is what you go through. And that's why a lot of people get religious as they get older because they just want to be able to believe in something. No microaggressions. Yeah, everything's a safe space in heaven. Everything. It's everything's one giant safe space. safe space. There's no discrimination. Yeah. So wait, I have a quick or question about safe spaces. Or if you spaces. love no microaggressions, maybe there are tons of them in your heaven. Like, I don't know. No. Like Jordan Peterson sort of thinks we are between heaven and hell right now as we exist. And then no one knows, to say the truth, what happens this, when uh, you die. This was the worst last question to ask to get out of this episode I don't remember what the fucking ever. question was. Either way. It was, what conspiracy theories do you believe in? Oh my God. How many Jamies do you give this episode, yeah. Simon? Yeah. 
I give it four and a half Jamie's. Wow. Holy fuck. I give it four and three quarter Jamie's. <sighs> Kamar? Four Jamie's. Four Jamie's. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Uh, Shermer is my man. I'm going to go three and a half. Fuck this guy. I'm out of here. First there of all, is, there is, there you is. can't rate the week. Well, Whatever. This guy's walking Fitzsimmons going to fly by. Yeah. All right, Kamar. So I guess me and you. Uh, Craig Fitzsimmons. <laughs> I don't know any numbers. It's Floyd. 12, it's 1223. 1223. Greg, Greg Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons. Yeah. Fitzdog. Um, Fitzdog Radio. Mm-hmm. He is Have you ever a, seen him live? I've, I've never seen him live, and I've never seen his stand-up. I've heard it. I have seen like, him live. On, uh, he's good. On, uh, no, he's, he's great. And the thing is, he's super liberal. Yeah. He's super, super liberal because he works with Judd Apatow. But he's not like, I don't find him overly like abrasively liberal yeah because he's a little bit racist <laughs> <laughs> well no i think he's a good he's old comedian balance. yeah you know you guys I mean? just like, replaced me so quickly i heard kamar up <laughs> from upstairs asking you to guess what the episode was no fuck that man. yeah that was a smooth did i get it right 12 23 that was a smooth Simon? transition yeah, yeah good subway and we have a, a special guest today, guys. He's, and I'm back. He's decided to return to the Imagine show. Imagine it would have been so much better if we had had another Jew in the closet there waiting, and he just sits, he slides in. All right, guys. No, uh, that'd probably be a crime. Simon, 1223? 1223. <clears throat> 12, um, I got it. Boom. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> we're sort of done. We're, sort of, we're just wrapping it up. <laughs> we don't have a lot of time to discuss this one. So let's, let's get into All it. We're already hilarious. two takeaways each from it. Like, Oh, wait. I wanted to ask him a question. Um, I want to answer Judd Apatow He works with Judd Apatow On uh, Pete Holmes Crashing on HBO Yeah That is interesting He's a writer Because But Judd Apatow Judd Apatow Is just the producer Isn't he Ari has nothing But the worst things To say about Judd Apatow So I guess A lot he of people And uh, Fitzsimmons Are not friends no, I, I would say That's probably fair I wouldn't assume that maybe acquaintances just he works with maybe Judd acquaintances. Apatow. No, uh, Ari is just so outspoken against Judd, Apatow. but not Greg Fitzsimmons. You've never not, heard. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even statement. I didn't even know he worked with uh, Apatow to tell you the truth. Well, right? but again, Judd Apatow is the producer, so yep. he just not a big he deal. puts up the money and. It's not necessarily, they might not even work closely together. You never know. No, I, I was just saying, Greg, Greg Fitzsimmons is a really liberal guy. You know what I mean, Simon? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Fitzsimmons is a really liberal Like he, he's a lefty guy Yes you've he, already said that yeah. Oh no Yeah yeah no he was But he's got a little right. bit of racism too Like he always talks about racism stuff But it's not him being racist It's him just being observational Like mm-hmm. they sort of talked about Which mm-hmm. gives him a nice rounded edge You know a realness Him and Joe came up together in Boston right Well they started together I yeah. think so yeah. yeah Yeah like on the road together Driving to gigs together as young men Yeah Yeah just clarifying that they came up together yeah they're, they're what a weird fucking way to put that just you know driving around on the road together young men what the fuck <laughs> oh you missed the look that dog that some me. peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> all right i get the impression that he's totally unimpressed with this podcast and that he's very angry at me no hey no no uh, i i wanted a two <laughs> I, I think i was just thinking <laughs> No, 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 no. It, it was deep, man. We really got into some um, stuff. And Living deep. Color was a great show. Was a great show, yeah. Incredible. As a, as a incredible show. Jim Carrey. Um, can't be done like, today. Uh, that be was done like today. the first introduction of Jim Carrey. I did, yeah, right, exactly. 
Yeah. And I guess Jennifer Lopez. But I was, it was just going like, to say. But, <laughs> no, but Jim Carrey was like a. Oh, legitimate. Uh, yeah. But just when they were talking about bringing it back, but bringing J-Lo back to be the fly girl, yeah. I, the vision of that was very funny. Well, she could still do it. Oh, yeah. She still got it. She I, could I with her so. giant ass. She'd look amazing. Jim Carrey would be no she good. She had no plastic Jim surgery Carrey's back dead then. To me. Jim Carrey would be no good. They couldn't <laughs> on, do on half the, the revamp of In Living Color. They couldn't do half the characters. I will say this. Damon Wayans is definitely underrated. As soon as he said that, I was like. Yeah. Yeah. I also thought. I of, like all of the Wayans except for. Marlon. Um, yeah, Marlon. Damon was hilarious, man. He was the story really he good. told about him starting cold on like a Tuesday and by Sunday night having an hour. It's insanity. I really liked uh, this episode for when they talked about writing and stuff and they were talking about just because Greg is uh, depressed, right? He suffers from depression, mm-hmm. Fitzsimmons. Yeah. So it's just very interesting to hear. Like, even though he's cracking jokes and stuff, he's like, he's bummed most of the time. I'm depressed. So I they don't show jokes. any. I relate to that. Um, uh, nobody shows on, in Living Color anywhere, not on Netflix, not on Crave, right? That's you not true. They, oh, is they, it? Yeah, yeah. When they said that, I was like, that's just not true. Oh, there it's were, not there's true. There's reruns like TBS, I'm pretty sure, was running reruns. Call them out. I don't uh, know about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I, almost 100%. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Oh. Either way, I've seen reruns within the last four years of okay. In Living Color. Comedy uh, comedy Network in Canada for sure played them. My problem with this episode was at the very beginning, they were talking about desks and Hunter yeah, S. Thompson. Hunter, love Hunter. And Joe is going to go back into the um, breakfast routine of Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Which is like cocaine, uppers, yeah, yeah. whiskey, orange juice, vodka, like... But Jamie interrupted him like a waiter when you write him to show a picture of Hunter S. Thompson on a rock. Hold on. It was the one that Joe asked him to pull up. He a did. A bunch of times. Yeah. He, he did. He did. But that you is just your Jamie problem Jamie interrupted him Jamie? like a waiter? Are you fucking kidding me? He could have waited till he- You interrupted this podcast <laughs> this like guy's a unreal. waiter. This you guy's just unreal. Waiting. You've been what waiting like fuck? a waiter. Well, hey, man, I was on the highway. It bothered me. I, I'm not. I, I know the. Kamar I think, played it back. I, no, I think it was bad timing on Jamie. He called it up. Then he could have waited. Well, Joe told the recipe. You're right. And then he said, "Where's that picture? Bring you're, it up." You're absolutely. Because I want right. to hear the recipe. You know that he just puts it up, and then if Joe acknowledges it, he acknowledges it, right? It's not really up to Jamie what Joe acknowledges. Kamar's lips are I, I don't so know tight right now. When you said that, Kamar's like a lips puckered are, asshole. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I know. Next <laughs> week, housekeeping. We know what Kamar is going to yeah, be no doing. Shit. I'm sorry, Jamie. I'm not, I'm not to be critical. It yeah. was just that moment. I wanted to hear the list and whatever um, shit happens. Do you guys want your racist fact for the day? Sure. Yes. Yes. They didn't used to let black people in Oregon. Yeah. Imagine a whole state. <laughs> That's just insane. Yeah. It's just insane. It isn't. It isn't though, because that's no, what the, that's what the U.S. Is. No, but hear me out. That's what the U.S. is based on. Like you don't like this state and their laws, you move to another one. Mm-hmm. So, oh, guess what? You don't like black people. We got a state Welcome for you. To Oregon. Yeah. What's really crazy is that it was Oregon, because Oregon is like a, a super, super left leaning yeah. progressive. But I guess they've gone. It's like Germany. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like in Germany now. My they, point was just when you heard, if I had told you, guess which state banned black people. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have you, guessed Oregon, Oregon would have been no, last on the list. I would have said Mississippi or somewhere that's like that. That's what I'm that. saying. Yeah. You would have gone southern, east, yeah. like yeah. for sure. Absolutely. So that's what really no, no, shocked it's, me. It's very it, interesting, yeah. It didn't shock me that a state banned them. No offense, U.S. You kind of have a, oh, that, a tattered that, history. That was crazy But that, the fact that it was Oregon is what really fucked I me understood up. like there being places where it was very prevalent, but the idea of... Although it would also make sense then the swing, because Oregon... 
went from like no black people to now just like super progressive. You know yeah, I mean? but the, the very few swings. black people still apparently because they're just they haven't set up roots there. You yeah, know I what guess. I, mean? I think Portland has a. But just back to Germans for a second. So they, (laughs) no, I mean, they absolutely go out of their way to teach about their past in the schools. Like they're very, they know how easily that can happen. Right. So I'm just. We talked about that four podcasts ago, didn't we? Did we? But Germany uh, not allowed to be the head of the. Oh yeah, right. Right. How they so casually were like, we are not comfortable running the eu at yeah. this moment well no but that's exactly it right and yeah. that's why they keep teaching it that's uh, that's, that's a matrix moment it's important oregon should be doing the same thing well they, well, they are now they're overcompensating super overcompensating that was the point yeah, yeah. but the southern states <laughs> definitely not uh okay. joe so gave, racist fact for the day there you go there you go thanks simon uh joe gave a really great piece of um parenting advice when he was talking about uh when his daughters do something wrong, telling them sort of like um, he does, he's done worse. He, he, yeah, you doing know what I mean? wrong like, happens. Don't yeah. be like, don't beat yourself up too hard. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's the last thing I heard before I got here. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 that's Kamar tapping out, ladies and gentlemen. That's it was, <laughs> it was really good advice. It was thoughtful, heartfelt. Kamar's, Kamar's like that guy that shows up at the party, takes one photo and then leaves, but like makes a big scene about like taking the, you know what I mean? So everyone's like, Kamar was definitely at that party. Like now everyone's like, Kamar listened to the Gives a gift, photo. make yeah. sure that they see you getting it and then passes out in the parking lot. Yeah. But I'm um, paraphrasing if you want to hear what he actually said. And I think it was thoughtful. Are your insightful. cornrows hitting, hurting you? Or are you sending no, I'm just a playing my hair. message play, to I, outer space? I'd play with my hair if it was... Uh, uh, alive. Or- I'm going to give you three ways to die and you have to pick the one of the three that you want. Now okay? you're talking. Okay. Bear attack. <laughs> grizzly bear attack. Ugh. Shark attack. Great white attack. Ugh. Or freeze to death in a cryogenic chamber. This is the question they asked on this podcast. Okay, hold on. So 100% whatever is attacking us is killing us? You're dying. So the bear is killing me no killing, matter what. You are dying by the bear, okay. you are dying by the shark, or you are dying in the cryogenic freezing chamber. The How cr- do you want to go out? The cryo. Cryo. Okay, so wait. Let me tell you something about this cryo, okay? You are going to suffer because you don't die until like... No, but you pass out. And you stop feeling. That's what she said. That's what they said. The sheep. The first thing she did was passed out, and then she was inhaling it in her lungs, and that killed her. What? What are you talking about? They were talking about the story of the woman that died in the cryo. That's how you got on this. That's why it's one of your. No, I know. Notes. I didn't. I, I didn't hear that part though. Some woman actually died in the cryo. Yep. You. You've heard this one. So no, a woman. No. A woman was operating the cryo on her own. I guess she worked at the thing. Okay. And after hours, she she went into the thing, but the thing was too high up. I guess they have, you have to set it height, yeah. right? Because it can't okay. be at a certain level, so it's like shoulder level. Oh, right, because it can't go over your face. Or That's whatever. it. So yeah. for her, it was too. It was set too high, mm. and she ended up inhaling a bunch of the like vapor. That or whatever. how superheroes are formed, eh? Yep. Yeah, she if, came if out if of it like cryo woman. Some, some yeah. plasma cryo exploded. Woman. You got it, buddy. Yeah. But um, the cryo chick. Yeah, I no, think chick. It's the crim- crimson crying. <laughs> I think you'd lose feelings so fast and just go so, completely numb. But I mean, you're going to be very aware of the fact no, that you're dying. Whereas, it, no, hold how on. How are second. you attacked by the shark? Are you in the water just swimming? Because you're, you're done no, one time. You're on, you're, you're on land. 
And he sneaks are up you behind a, you and slits your throat. Are you on a surfboard? Are you on a <laughs> no, surfboard? He waterboards you. The shark gets out of the water are and you waterboards on a surfboard? you for an hour. Are you on a surfboard? <laughs> I want to go through all the different ways the shark can kill you not in the water. Are you on a surfboard? Are you on a paddleboard? Kamar, are you in a boat? That's all semantics. It's no, it gonna, isn't. No, it isn't because on a surfboard, Kamar, you might get your Kamar, leg Kamar, and then get you. Kamar, if you're just swimming. You're swimming. It's one time. You're swimming. Yeah. So that's you're swimming. the fastest you ever but died. You don't, Kamar, you, also, don't, you do not know that he could take off your leg and you could be swimming to shore with one leg, streaming blood okay. as more than one shark comes Kamar, out. I think the most brutal would be the bear. That's why I asked there, if you died. Is, the reason I asked if you died is because I was like... But it's how you die. Well, no, but what I said was... Because if you if it's if you're it's not going to live limbless, no. If it's not the attack, uh, the shark you could like he could bite your leg off and you could drown like drown or bleed out. Whereas the bear might not kill you. You know what I mean? That was my thinking. No, these can, are take you to the end. Can I give you my? If you're answer? swimming, it's one time. If you're on a boat, it's oh two sorry, times. sorry, come on. With what, the bear, it's like a prolonged. On, what's your answer? Did cryo, you get one? Man. Cryo yeah. and you two are cryo. Yeah. Okay. I also I'm, like how, I'm shark. I also like how Kamar thinks the shark's gonna get you on the boat. Yeah. Well, fuck. Can you swim? That shark's getting you. He's gonna get him on the beach, I dude. But now I'm picturing. Oh, it can happen. It can happen in your hotel room. You've never seen Jaws. Now I'm picturing. Kamar on a party boat yeah. like cocktail party with a drink he's in a suit talking to a shark and he doesn't know it and then he turns his back and the shark grabs him and jumps in the water all I can uh, imagine is high. him in his hotel room and he thinks his chick is coming out of the bathroom but it's really just a great white and a towel <laughs> yeah, that's, see we're on the same page can you swim yeah okay I don't swim well. I hate the ocean. Yeah. I, I hate the idea. It scares me to death. Me too. But that shark attack. Here, I'll just give you my. It's a shark murder. It's I'm not gonna, an attack. I'm going to give you my. Um, my How thing. you want to go? Well, just, just. To heaven? Here here we go. Yeah, to heaven. Exactly. Um, a bear. Do not want. That bear eats you asshole first. Yep. And he's going to go for your organs. And you're going to live through a lot of that. The cryo, the cryo, I feel like you're going to be very aware until that last moment. I just and told you, you pass out. Why do you keep thinking you're very aware? You're going to be comfortably numb. What, at what minute do you think you pass out? Three. Listen, they already said that. So, Simon, you're talking about dying in cryo propped up where the... I'm talking the way this is how you're dying in cryo. I'm going to tell you for the sake of this game, you're dying in cryo because of exposure. You're in there too long. Okay. It's not because it zaps your head. Okay. You didn't hear what I described either, but so you're in there too long. Meaning that you're supposed to go into cryo for yes, like five minutes, minutes or three something. Minutes, three minutes, minutes off. You're going to go off. in there for 20 minutes. You're dead long before you get to 20 okay, minutes. Okay, so at what moment do you think you die? Four. Okay, so up until four, you're going to progressively get colder. No, no, you're like... No, I think you're wrong, Simon. I think because... Have you ever had hypothermia? It takes like 90 seconds. Okay, okay. No, wait. This is just... that I'm just telling you the parameters. It's a good way this, to die. Uh, well, now you're just thing. making up no, I'm false not. parameters. That's what they said too. Who's they? Joe and him. Did you listen to this podcast? <laughs> Greg Fitzsimmons. I don't think either Fitz, of you Fitz did. Grapefruit Simmons. Um, you didn't even know a woman died so in So anyways, cryo. I think that the shark is going to be the quickest. I think it is just it's probably, especially with a great white, it is not going to take your leg off. It's going to be one shot and you're done. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's oh, my well, second. Simon's got his two. So that's cryo, my second. cryo, cryo, shark, shark bear. heaven. Cryo, shark, bear. Cryo, nothingness. Cryo heaven? Oh, no, I'd like to be an animal or something. Reincarnation, cryo heaven, or uh, shark heaven. 
Mm-hmm. Shark to- heaven. Totally unimpressed. <laughs> so Simon wants to go to shark heaven. We're That's in uh, awesome. a weird special territory right now, aren't we? Um, are we in rarefied air? <laughs> after the apocalypse, yeah. when everything kind of goes back to green, it's all overgrown. Animals are what we have to worry about. There are so few of us left. Cats are going to be the problem. Yeah. I like cats. Um, now, what if... That's the, what they say. The apocalypse is side by side each with the singularity. Side by side So it'll each. be one, one or the other. There'll be some moment it goes this way or that way. Like if you throw a coin out of a helicopter, it could land up heads up. You get lucky. Well, that's oh my exactly God, stop. what he says Hold on, in that stop. last podcast. Thank you. I know. Wait, I'm referencing. Stop. I'm referencing. No, no, no. You didn't listen to that one either. Stop. Please, everyone stop. Thank you, Kamar. How did I not listen to anything? What are you talking about? Wait, I actually took a note. It's a callback. I actually took a note and it was that one. It was Joe going. He said it like it was impossible. He goes, you could flip a coin out of a helicopter. It could land heads. I was like, yeah, Joe, there's a fucking 50% chance it's going to land heads. Like, Joe thought that just because you threw a quarter out of a helicopter that it was going to, like, puncture the earth. It is going to puncture the earth. Oh, my God. But it's still going to land on one or the other, probably. And it's not going to puncture the earth. You d- from a helicopter. They did it on Mythbusters. Oh, oh yeah, they're talking crazy. about the feather and the hammer. I'm sorry, I, I'm yeah, back. The, the but at least we talked about that because that was a weird moment when he said that. <laughs> Good for both of you. <laughs> back to Grapefruit Simmons. Oh my god. Um, call him Grapefruit Simmons. Yeah, I like that. He's Grapefruit. got a joke. He's got a joke about it. Oh, okay, not so good anymore. <laughs> He's a family man. Writes on um, chasing. Broken, uh, no, uh, crashing with crashing. Uh, Pete Holmes. It's Chasing. on HBO. Three, and three million dollars for a tuna. Yeah. No, no, I knew that. You knew that they, they sold yeah. tunas have, for that Have much? you seen how big a tuna 600 is, 600 pounds. Tuna's yeah. like the size of a yeah. house. But three million dollars for one tuna. There's no cows that are worth three million dollars. Like, no Wagyu beef is worth that much, is it? I don't it? know. It's like five cows. No, think about it. Think it's about five how mu- cows. Think about how much but they Simon. charge for one steak, one Wagyu steak. Yeah. It's like, what, a hundred bucks or something? I don't know. 200 bucks yeah but you're forgetting bucks? you're forgetting what they charge for like high-end flown-in sushi in the i States. have no like, idea what they charge for it obviously well they fly that tuna. enough to make 600 pounds of tuna into three million dollars yeah well what's profitably, the math on that profitably too you don't want you're not just buying that tuna no, to no, make no, your but money back. i mean what's even the math on that to just buy it you know what i mean well what per pound and keep in mind you're not even using every every bit of it right but okay let's just imagine that they do use all 600 pounds at three million dollars that's a fucking expensive tuna steak man whoa, whoa, whoa. here i'll do the math for you but it's very Anyways. tasty it's five thousand dollars a pound five thousand dollars a fucking it's more pound. expensive than cocaine this is the craziest thing i've ever heard no cocaine's more cocaine's expensive more than that. expensive than yeah. that. <laughs> fuck out of here man. people buy cocaine <laughs> you're not snorting tuna. sushi buddy I am. not yet Snorting salmon. Not yet. Um, Rope. That's it, man. That's what I got. Oh, get out of here. Oh. Yep. Sorry. No, we got to wrap this up anyway. We yeah, went way perfect. too long. Anyways, uh, this one's a really good hang between two good friends, and they talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I've seen Fitzsimmons live. He's great. And they're funny. Now that I know that he works for Apatow. I don't think you have no, to listen to the, I don't think they have to listen to the Michael Shermer episode, though. Like, we did the whole thing. I think you should listen to the Michael Shermer episode to see how down... Far down the rabbit hole we went. I don't even think we touched on two things. Other than the That's conspiracy. yeah. We th- we got stuck. On I feel a lot like of we, stuff. I feel like though we even though we were trying to get out of it, 
it, it was kept just pulling drawing. us back. Exactly, yeah. man. Either way, send us an email and tell us how theory. fucking far off we were. Oh, on this rate, fucking rate this one. Uh, oh, the Fitzsimmons three. Doing your job for you, man. Thanks. Three Jamies. What do you give it, Simon? Three Jamies, I'm with you. Kamar? It's a two and a half, because I only heard half of it, but ah, the Joe Rogan so story. So it's actually a... He might give it a five. six, you never know. <laughs> Joe Rogan uh, parenting advice is a five, and you can put that in the bank. You don't even remember. I do. I, I said it. I regaled it. Okay, either Check the tape. What All was right. his parenting advice? That was it. He couldn't remember it. No, to say to his daughter that when she does something wrong, that he did, he did something worse. Oh, he did, yeah. That and is good parenting advice. Okay, yeah. fuck you guys. Totally lost the moment. I yeah. did hear it. No, like, he did. You didn't hear me. Listen, he's <laughs> quoting all things that happened in the first half of the podcast. <laughs> all right, whatever. No, I've been holding on to him for two podcasts yeah. to all get right. to this one. All for right. God's sakes, fucking five monkeys over here. Oh, <laughs> please let us all know right. what was wrong with that episode. Like yeah. and subscribe. Yeah, uh, hit us up on. Uh, you can email us. Oh, sorry, Kamara, I'll let you do it. A J R E E podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. If you want to see my cornrows and my prison outfit, follow me at Kamar Babar. And I'll be forming in Ottawa February 28th to March 3rd. Nice. Uh, so uh, get your tickets now. That will sell out. I'll be working with Joey Ellis. He's from Montreal and Rebecca Reed. She's from Toronto. They're too funny. Comics is going to be a really good weekend. And you can follow the show on Instagram, J-R-E-E podcast. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. Um, like, subscribe, whatever. Send a, us an email. I had a really good time this week, guys. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good, good. Well, like I said, it felt like we had been two weeks since we did this. Yeah, well, this is a, this is actually our first podcast of the new year. Of the new year. No, it's not. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with both was, of you? We recorded we one last year, week. New Year's Day. We talked about no, our resolutions. <laughs> we've recorded two in the new year. This is the third one we've done in the new year. But the last one. We this did one is, felt the best. Wasn't the last one we did? Stammer and Murder Mountain. Yeah. yeah. So that has nothing to do with this year. No, but there was no. Okay. Right. A 2019 but, content. Right. Yes. Of okay. 2019 content. Very good, Kamar. Semantics. Semantics. Oh, it, no, it's our first podcast okay. of the okay. year. Semantics. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Yeah. Happy 2019. Thank you so much Ward for listening. 14. It's so good to be back. Oh, yeah. We are, uh, as usual, sponsored by Ward 14. Ward 14 is located in Ottawa's Little Italy, uh, conveniently beside the. Uh, Fire, Fire station. station at uh, what address, Kamar? 139 Preston Street. Uh, sponsorship Semantics. <laughs> okay. Either way, go to Ward 14, order the JREE shot. Has anyone ordered it yet? I haven't checked, but haven't you'll checked be pleasantly either. surprised if you do. Yeah, because you I swore to our listeners to fucking get down there and order a fucking drink. Get down there. The first one who orders it, it's on the house. 139 yeah. Preston Street. It's on us. Uh, and Let us know you're I'm listening. also selling some prints there this month, so go check that out. Other than that, we'll be back next week. Mike Tyson's on this week. Oh yeah, Adam Greentree's That's on right now. Adam Greentree. I'm really right looking now. forward. I'm to I'm really Tyson. looking forward to Tyson. I know Matt was very uh, nonplussed about the whole thing, but uh, yeah, I just I'm not as into convicted rapists as you guys. Clearly, I regardless of what he's been convicted of, I still think it's going to be an interesting. Would you be podcast. bummed if he had Bill Cosby on? Yeah, you would be bummed if he had Bill Cosby. No, well, he's gonna have to do that one via Skype. No, <laughs> yeah. Either no, way, it'll be that. him and John Anthony West, the two only Skype people ever on the yeah. Joe Rogan he'll podcast. He'll probably have to do it in heaven. Either way, thank you so much to all of our listeners. Uh, I don't think they'll be doing that one in heaven, Kamar. Right. I think if there is an afterlife, that one's. Thank been you done for listening. Tell someone you know that they should listen. Like and subscribe. You guys are the best. This is unbelievable.
thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. Have a good week, folks. Bye.